Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 27 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier video game podcast. This week, Final Fantasy XV is coming to all of our pockets. Zone of the Enders is relevant again. Kurt Schilling's RPG franchise is coming back with a new studio. Alexa Control will be part of Xbox One. And Civilization VI is coming to our favorite Nintendo handheld, not named 3DS. I'm Richard Bergman, this week joined by Michael McLeod. Civilization's coming to Game Boy? Ah, yes, he was working on that one. And Cesar Concepcion in the second. I don't understand the reference material. That was great. Favorite mm. Nintendo handheld not named 3DS. He went with Game Boy. That was awesome. Mm. I love it. Guys, how are y'all doing? Pretty Yay. good, how about you? Yeah. Wonderful. Russell's out again this week. We don't have Russell's, just the three of us. Just the three of us. I don't think it works that way. Yeah. It's close. That's fine. <laughs> Let's start with games played. I know you guys have impressions of uh, another hot new release. Hot. hot. And Cesar, you played Dragon Quest also, right? So two Couple hot, hours. hot new releases. Yeah. Who wants to get us started? I did last week, so. Cesar. Not, not it. Cesar, let's jam. Oh, man, I don't even know what I played. Hold on. <laughs> Look it up. Nope. <laughs> uh, outside of that, I just ended up playing uh, Tales of Hearts R. Finished it off. Finally. You were close last week. Mm-hmm. How much longer did you have to play? Uh, five hours. It was about 45 hours. It's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like it. have a good ending? Yeah. It's actually um, one of the few ones from that Tell Studio that embrace romance, so. In a good way? Yeah. Not the, in the uh, will they, won't they way and just never address it like the Symphonia team does. Mm. So they I don't even do that in the second Symphonia game? They don't carry that over? Mm-mm. I, w- I was out, obviously, for a few weeks. Did you finish Basaria? No. Okay. I'm, I'm doing three games at once. Okay, okay, okay. So I went ahead and finished Hearts R. I was like, I saw this. I was like, is the year of Tales over? The year of Tales. Mm-hmm. Is it not over? over? The yeah, year's not over, so technically. Well, I mean, there's so many releases coming out, so I had to space it out a little bit better. Yeah. Actually, a couple yeah. a couple episodes ago, we mentioned the tales, the year of tales, carrying over until next year. Yeah. Possibly two years of tales. That's the fiscal year of tales. Fiscal yeah. year. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we're only in quarter three. Yeah. Tales. Seems like Q two. Yeah. No, it's Q three. It is Q three. Yeah, September's Q three. Mm. Q four, I think, it's like December or some shit like that. December. Yeah. To it doesn't. Holiday it tales. doesn't end until yeah. March of next year. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's when Q four ends. Yeah. But no, outside of that, it was good. I don't know if I'll go back again. So you finished it. Where does it rank on your all-time Tales list? Mm, it's somewhere on my list. I don't know if it's at the <laughs> end. No, it's not at the top. Somewhere in the middle. It wasn't that striking? No, it was all right. I mean, for a portable RPG, it's good. And I mean, if you got a Vita, go ahead and... Or a PlayStation, t- or a PlayStation TV, go for it. Did you finish it on PlayStation TV? I did. Cool. All 45 mm-hmm. hours. Damn. How's <laughs> the look? whole thing on there. How's yeah. it look on PlayStation TV? Like butthole. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of figured. Yeah. Most of the stuff I popped on there, it's like, wow. It doesn't handle uh, scaling well. Jaggies to the max, yeah. And then especially if you play on a 4K TV, adds some more to the confusion, mm-hmm. too. I'm trying to remember the last thing I played on PlayStation TV. I got it when they were super cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did as a die. No, I'll day one that bitch, you know. I, <laughs> I think it was Castlevania. I think I threw a PS1 classic on there to see how it looked. Ooh. What, Chronicles? Symphony. Did that look alright? Uh, absolutely not, Chronicles. <laughs> 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 I like how that's just the go-to. Chronicles? Castle- I played a Castlevania game on PS1. Chronicles? Mm. Not that one. No, because yeah. the only one that I care about. It's a good one. And it's, uh, what was the one on the PSP? Uh, it, it, it was it was yeah Dracula X remake. Mm-hmm. What was it called though? It I have a, that on my Vita currently. It was a Rondo Blood, and it goes right into mm-hmm. the remake of yeah. Rondo, which was good. It's alright. I like the original one better. The original looks better. Yeah, but just being able to have that collection again, like I would buy that collection again. And you can just go right through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. play both games. Mm-hmm. 
Because you had a fine symphony of the night, right? Wasn't it like a spinning disc somewhere? Yeah. And yeah, I believe so far. And you had to do that to unlock the yeah. unlock Rondo of Blood. Yeah, that'd be a game I want to see on Switch. Symphony of the Night. That'd be kick ass. Would you want this Dracula X collection? Yeah, why not? Put everything on Switch. I don't care. Put everything on Switch. Everything. Michael's in the camp. Yeah, everything. Do you think with uh, you know, Castlevania is coming back in a big way in in Smash Brothers? Do you think part of that might have been some sort of licensing? Hey, you're not doing anything with it. I don't know. I Konami's don't. not doing anything with Castlevania except pachinko machines. Well, there's a iOS game coming, like a mm-hmm. multiplayer iOS game. I'm okay. Oh yeah, that's right. There mm-hmm. is. Hmm. Did you play that? Uh, what was it called? Harmony of Despair, I think. Maybe the one that was on Xbox 360. It was multiplayer. Did not play that. How was it? Did anybody else try it out? I I played it. Uh, I didn't have anyone to play with those. Did you play it multiplayer? Super boring. No, I played single player. It was boring. Single player, it is. It's probably fun. Uh, with other people. Because it's meant to be played. It's, yeah, it's a wider... totally meant to be played with other people, but I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. You just go through, you do certain objectives, and then a boss shows up, and then a boss immediately wipes you away because I think you're meant to have other people there to help uh, you. So Forces you to get those extra yeah, points. Yeah, I'm just... I, I don't know. Did you try that one out? No. I think the last one I played before this one was uh, Mercury's Steam Trilogy. Mm, okay. The ones on PS3 and 3DS? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how come well, they ported that one on 3DS over the yeah, PS3 also. That one also yeah. went to PS3? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Xbox, yeah. wonder why that hasn't come to uh, this generation. I don't know. That's a good-ass looking game, though. Remember that? That was a very graphically impressive game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first one was very good. The second one was very disappointing, so... Yeah. I like the way he looks in the second one. That's about the only thing I like yeah. about it, though. That was the only good redeeming <laughs> quality yeah. about it. Yeah. The way they designed Dracula is really awesome. What's Mercury Steam doing right now? Uh, they got that one game that's coming out. I forgot what it's called. They did Metroid not that long ago. That's right. Yeah. They did a pretty good job. It's a weird that. name for a company. It's like Mercury Ninja Steam. Theory. It's like you just pick two. Like you just open the dictionary. <laughs> and just be like this one and this one. This coming from a <laughs> podcast called No Outside Food or Drink. I didn't pick the name. <laughs> I have no. Raiders of the Broken Planet. It's the last game they came out with because I think they teamed up with uh, what's his name, Chris Cox. Raiders of the Broken Planet. It sounds familiar. Oh, wait. No, oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, it came out <laughs> last year. Yeah, David Cox. David, that's his name. Because he was the one that ran uh, Konami in Europe. That's when Konami was going on here. Because he just randomly, after the, I think the second Castlevania came out, he just randomly quit. Didn't say why. Where did he go? Uh, he, he just works independently now. Puts out games. Indie gamer. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like Samus Returns. Is that an unpopular really? opinion? Is that the 3DS one? Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I, was, I was super hyped for it, and I, just I know everyone was couldn't get into it. I don't think I liked it as much as everyone else did, though. I will say that. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were hungry for that, so mm-hmm. they're like, they'll get whatever they can. Well, the long, the long dark got a physical release. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. From Skybound Games. Yeah. Skybound's starting to step up and do a lot more stuff. I did that when it was, uh, it was, uh, it was like one of the first game preview games on Xbox, and I downloaded mm-hmm. it. It was free, mm-hmm. and then I was like. Man, this is awesome! And then I paid for it. It's like fourteen bucks, and then it took years to come out. But you're in at the fourteen dollar tier. Yeah, like <laughs> we got in on PUBG. Well, I think PUBG's MSRP is thirty also. So mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, same price. Unless you got one of those Newegg deals that were like nineteen or fourteen. They're still selling it cheap. I see it on Newegg and uh, CD Keys. CD yeah, Keys will have it for like thirteen or fourteen dollars. They got to fire off what they got left. So, will those codes still work for the full mm-hmm. release? Yeah. yeah. Highly recommend that, especially with that new map. I'm sure we're going to touch on that later. What else have you been playing, sir? 
Uh, outside of that, I did a little bit more Zone of the Enders because I'm trying to get to the second one, but... So you played more Zone of the Enders on the HD collection? Mm -hmm. And you were playing it on PS3, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing much more to add to that. I mean, other than I hate going to the towns and (laughs) saving people and still fucking up. I don't know how to get past the sea level, so I don't get it. You're stuck, or it's just a design choice that's weird? No, I just... I mean, I think there's a there's a trophy in there to like get S and save a town. I have no idea what the fuck you need to do to S. So I, just, I go through there and I kill everything and just save everybody and mm-hmm. not destroy anything. It's like you get a C. I'm like, all right, fuck. This How game. did I get a C? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Explain to me. It should be like a B or an A the most. Have you looked it up to see what it says? Nah, Because yeah. I'll go through it and I'll move on to the next thing. I'm not gonna sit there and try to trophy grind a six year old mm-hmm. game. Mm-mm. Not worth it. I thought about trophy grinding for uh, Tales of Hearts, but I was like, I gotta get to level two hundred. I'm like, oh, it's, I'm at like 110. No. Like, Not unless it has like an auto battle thing or something. Somewhere you can just set it and forget it. Well, you can do a grade and um, uh, Namco and Tails, they've always been known to do grade shops at the end of the game where you can double your experience or quadruple your experience or carry over your experience. There's other things you can do on there. You just got to get a certain amount of uh, grade points to do it. So. so you're not meant to get the 200 on the first playthrough. It's more of like a new game plus. Oh, I got the 105, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just something to add longevity. The story was good. I'll go through it again, but... I mean, story's good, but it's not good enough for me to go through it again. Yeah. Mm. Did you play some Dragon Quest? Uh, Michael touched on that last week, but mm. it hadn't officially come out yet. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit more. Just uh, well, a little bit more. I played uh, like three hours. I just got to the point where I got to Eric. Okay. And we're trying to find his orb. So. Okay. That's this, it. Well, it's funny when, uh, speaking of, I uh, get you off track too much, uh, uh, Nelly girlfriend, started playing it, and she named her character Eric. And I was like, you know, it might be a bad idea. You might want to restart real quick. He's like, oh, why? Gosh. I was like, the first guy you meet, his oh, name is gosh. Eric. I was like, you don't want two Erics. Did she name him Eric with a C or a K? With a C, but still, I'm just like... Eric and Eric. You might just I, would, to... I would have wrote it to the end, Eric and Eric. <laughs> Can you name all the party members or just your hero? Just your hero. Just the hero. Oh, okay. I usually just name it as me. But I'm glad I caught her before. Yeah. yeah. Your hero's name is me. Yep, Cesar. M-E. Yep. Oh, okay. That's I thought me. it was M-E. Mm-mm. I think I switched to, like, I named everybody Link after a certain point, because mm. my in early NES and Game Boy games that I would mm. play, Richard didn't fit. So I had to pick something like, else. Yeah, you can do it now. You can right. put Richard in there. I always put me in there. I'm like, man, I'm fucking up. Cesar's fucking up. Cesar took damage. No, I Cesar, why? Cesar made the wrong choice in the story. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's usually named McCloud, or um, in a game like that, like, I got this from Dragon Quest, not Dragon Quest, Dragon Age 2. Mm-hmm. The uh, character's last name is Hawk. So I just name people Hawk a lot of times too because I just think it was a cool name. That's cool. So my name, my guy's name is Hawk. If it, uh, so. I'll look up like what the hero's supposed to be. Like if it's one of those where it leaves it open for you. Yeah, Persona I'll do that with. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I don't use my name a whole lot. I'll use Alucard. That's like my default. If I have if I have one that I just go to. Just change it. Change your name. That was my gamer Dracula. tag at one point. And I changed it and I regret it. Yeah. You just had Alucard. Alucard straight That's up. That's great. <laughs> just change your name to Reverse Dracula. Reverse Dracula? Mm-hmm. Reverse underscore Dracula? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's someone looking like, oh, shit, all the card. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Nobody grabbed that one. Mm-mm. Nope, they I left got, it alone. I gotta get it before, uh, yeah, I gotta get it before the episode quick. publishes. Do it quick. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna end up being Reverse Dracula 69. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> With the two X's at the end and the yeah, start. Yeah. Small X and a large X. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. That's the only one that's available. So what do you think about Dragon Quest? What's your impressions? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a standard one. I left it on the little uh, run around the circle thing because it didn't matter to me. So, yeah, I didn't do the traditional. I watched one. some gameplay of that, and it seemed like that would be a good change of pace just to just to be able to move around, even if it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can run away. Like, that the hit's still coming for your ass, but right. 
Yeah, you, yeah, you can run away. The other, the other mode yeah. is you just have to hit flee like you would normally. I, Once I, it lets you the clip I saw, it lets you see like the back of the slime, so it sees the you know the mm-hmm. render of what's behind what's behind the character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's still turn based. This reminds me what Final Fantasy twelve without the gambits. Twelve without the gambits, and you don't get the lines. So, oh, the arcs mm-hmm. pointing to everybody who's attacking who. Because twelve was the same way for me. I'm just running around and still getting my ass hit, so I'm like, it don't matter. <laughs> I was like, Wait, maybe I can escape. You're just waiting for your command yeah. to go through as yeah. you sprint around? I run up, hit, and run away. And I'm like, can't get me, bitch. <laughs> so it looks good? You're playing on pro and everything? Yeah, please. I, yeah, I play, I'm playing on pro. It looks fine to me. So I've seen a lot of threads where people are kind of shitting on the music. I remember Dragon Quest music being pretty good. Oh. See, I'm liking the music, too. The fucking MIDI shit is annoying as hell. Where, is, is. where does that come in? Where does the MIDI sound come in? Is it not the full soundtrack? Or is the um, full soundtrack MIDI? I think Japan got the MIDI and orchestra. We always have issues where we don't get the orchestra soundtrack. Except for 8. We were the only ones that got it for 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The MIDI just, 8 on PS2, I'm sorry. I had to go into the option setting and lower down the volume for the music because the MIDI's kind of grating on the ear sometimes. Really? Yeah. But that's just me. Because mm. it's too high pitched. So The but music's no. fine. It's just the, the way the MIDI plays. I, I see what you're saying, though. Some yeah. people are kind of poo-pooing on it a little bit. It's just though. what I've read. and They said a lot of stuff was recycled. and. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's recycled in every game. <laughs> Right, I mean, there's some themes that carry over. The only that. complaint I have about the music, and it's just like a, a style choice, is every game has the, I think the track's called Intermezzo, when you select your file. It's not in this one. It's a different, yeah, exactly. That's what it's called. It's called really? Intermezzo. It's not in this one. It plays a different music. Um, but, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> they could do whatever they want to. But Everybody's wanting change from Dragon Quest history music, and they change one thing, and Michael hates it. Change it back. <laughs> change it back. No, I That's love, too progressive. I love the music, though. I like all the Dragon Quest music, though. Um, so, I mean, I just... That's that's my only minor complaint. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with it. I'm sure Mike will get farther and beat him before me, but I'm juggling too many things right now. I've been so. playing the fuck yeah. out of it, so... Because I played 8... What was it, about two years ago? It was before we started the podcast. I started up at 8 file mm-hmm. and was loving that music. That's mm-hmm. the, the PS2 one with the orchestra and... The traveling with wagon that starts mm-hmm. off the game and just the theme and all that. The I theme of the t- the when you're in the field is called Strange Journey. And that's probably my single favorite music theme ever. It is. Like it's fantastic. That's it's your, so adventurous. That's your Dragon Quest music. It's so adventurous. Great. Used to be my alarm tone too. It starts Wasn't, off with harps. And you still like it? Yeah. I, I hate it. every song I ever use for an alarm theme. <laughs> mm, you know, I don't know. I got a Ryu's theme for mine. I used to use the Naruto opening. Hi. <laughs> I like to wake up calm, so I actually have the Yokai Watch Town theme now. Really? Yeah. You have all these sleepy things. How do you wake up to all these sleepy sounds? Uh, I don't take much to wake me up. I'm really? a very light sleeper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking out. It takes earthquakes <laughs> and drones and everything else. It yeah. takes me having the knowledge that I got to go to work the next day to wake up. Yeah. I woke up this morning instantly pissed like motherfuckers. Not <laughs> <laughs> Instantly pissed. This is not a paid position. Yeah. I'm not waking up so early. I don't like to be angry when I get up, so that's always calm stuff. Very soft. I usually wake up angry. I'm not a morning person. Or if it's not soft, it's like like now it's just cheaper. It's not... It's just... I don't know. I have to leave this to it later. It's great, though. Do you all want to go in on your Spider-Man impressions together? You want to jump over to Michael? It makes sense. Do you play anything else, sir? No. That's it? Yeah. Cool. So I'll just... Piggyback off Dragon Quest thing that we were talking about yeah, currently. Yeah, you, you so, continued your journey. Yeah, I continued my journey. Last week, I think I was at 13 hours. I put it in before when we started. Now I'm at 27, I think. So I've been putting in a 
good bit more time. Um, what is the average coming out as far as lengthwise on this? No, I looked at the how long to beat, and it said it was around 56 for the, just the main story and main about story. 100 for the extra stuff. I haven't been doing a lot of extra stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't really find that you need to grind. Um, I did die since last time that we, we were talked because, you know, I remember it was, oh, it's easy. Right. Yeah, I ran across a boss that wiped the floor with me. So he got you. I had to grind a little bit there, but it, it wasn't too bad. The grinding is not too bad. In it's very fast. Place. It's very fast. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know though. I just love the style of the game. I love the music. I any any complaints that I've heard, I don't have a complaint with. Like, uh, my only minor complaint was still from last week. The graphics are a bit weird with some of the like trailing effects. But yeah, that's not enough to bother me enough to. I did try it on regular PlayStation. I was gonna say you were telling us in the chat. I did try it on uh, original PlayStation. I put it on a 1080p TV, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of um, artifacts like anti-aliasing issues. It's, I don't know, not the issues. It's the just, grass stuff went away, though, right? Soup, it was just, it yeah, there's no issues. trailing, but it's super jaggy. Yeah. So it's like, eh, I'd, I'd just deal with that. So um, just kind of gotten spoiled by 4K or close to 4K stuff. So Checkerboard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not native 4K. Yeah, because I saw that and I was like, eh, whatever. I just want to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that distracting. The but, ghosting? Yeah. You saw it with the grass, too? Yeah, the whatever that is, yeah. I was like, I saw it and I never paid attention to yeah, it. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, in, I most, just, in most games, when you pan cameras and stuff, it's going to do that blur type effect anyways. Yeah, it's it's more than I think it should be, though. And for me, I watched a lot on this game prior to the release, and it doesn't really show up on YouTube videos. So, like, I wasn't expecting to see it. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm digging the game. There's a, lot, watch, there's a lot of new enemies in this game. We watch so much Digital Foundry stuff, we pick up on that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, absolutely. What were you saying about the enemies? There's a lot of new enemies they've added. So, mm -hmm. it's Dragon Quest typically has the same sort of recycled enemies over and over i've noticed there's a lot of new ones they like change the color palette and stuff as you well, go well they, they do that <laughs> anyway they do that you know you start off with there's uh, a slime and they're there's so they're so like cleverly uh named too you have uh what are the first ones called cruel cumbers they're like the cucumber cruel cumbers cruel cumbers and then they they changed from green to yellow and they become zoominis Zucchinis, but that, they're me. That's a bit. Yeah. That's a bit much. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Do you like their clever enemy puns? I love the clever enemy puns. I think they're great. And some of the names <laughs> part of the, the Dragon Quest charm. Some of the names of the towns are just great too. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but yeah, there's like just some, like if you actually, you 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 look at it and you're like, okay, that sounds cool, but if you actually pronounce it out and you're like, okay, that's funny. Like there's a there's a area called Now What, um, but it's spelled like N A O H W H. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is all about localization. Yeah. Whoever localized it did a very good job. It wasn't 8-4 Play, was it? I don't think so. I think they were talking about it. but Yeah. It was I haven't listened to their podcast in a while, so... You haven't? <laughs> I actually resubscribed. I got to thinking about them. I was like, what are they up to? I used to listen to it every week, but I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts outside of our own, just to, you know, nitpick at it. Yeah. Really, but... uh Critique ourselves. Yeah. But um, outside of that, so I've been... I've put a, a substantial amount of time into that. Uh, I did finish up Shinmu HD on PlayStation 4. I started that. So you that. got your trophy to pop. I did. You were upset about that trophy. I was like, come on, man. I gotta get the platinum on this too, but... So what'd you end up having to do to get it? I just it had to... to do it, like, a lot. Like, uh, the trophy that I was having an issue with was you had to train with, uh, Fukara-san in the dojo. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did it, and it's just like, nope. Did it the next day. Nope. Did it the next day. Nope. It took, like, five times. Eventually, I got it. So, Does it say know. that in the description? Like you have to do it no. five times, or when I did it on the Xbox, I did it immediately, first time. So That's weird. I I was kind of worried when you had to do the forklift races, you have to get a first place for one of the trophies, mm -hmm. which for some reason 
the PlayStation version, I can't do the forklift as well as I could on the Xbox. I think it has to do with the triggers. I don't know. I couldn't, like, get the the timing to, like, going around the corners and such. I couldn't get it right. Um, so I barely squeaked by with that first place, and I was like, okay, it gave it to me. I was like, oh, thank God. So I've had that experience where when I, when I was purposefully trying to go for trophies I wouldn't get that, it, that I wouldn't get I've them. had a couple times where it's just like come on now yeah sometimes they're glitched in yeah. that Halo run that you and I did when mm. we played 1 and 2 there were ones that I mean we beat the level together and it mm-hmm. didn't pop for me I'm like what the fuck happened but the main reason I put this on the list because I talked about it last week is uh, there was I, I did run into several graphical issues and like glitch issues in this version um, not as many as I did in the Xbox although Xbox did crash on me a few times so I remember you mentioning the guy with the bus where the the phone would pick up. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that exact issue, but I did have a lot of funny audio issues, and I should have recorded them. But, uh, like, one of them I had where whatever scene you would enter into, like the load screen, mm. whatever sound it was playing, it would, like, take that one sound clip and just repeat it the whole time. <laughs> so, like, there's one area where you're walking Ooh. by at night. And, you should uh, have recorded that. There's, like, a guy <laughs> snoring in his house. So, like, it loads, and you hear the... <laughs> and it just goes the That's whole time. Great. You should have recorded that. It's yeah. great. But I'd yeah. go, to, go to the house and be talking to somebody. You hear this guy in the background. <laughs> <laughs> they they felt that since we couldn't get the um, the loading from the disc, they had to put something in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of obnoxious, though. Like the alarm, <laughs> like wrong? when you get up. Yeah. The alarm when you get up, the, the little uh, alarm clock, it would just go off. You hit the button and it just keep going off <laughs> until you left the, left the town. It's like, okay. This is just like real life. Yeah. <laughs> Never stop. So you'd be walking around in the garden outside the house and everything, and it's still going yeah, off? Yeah, still going off. So. Did you encounter any of those? No, 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 no. Did I you get that on both versions, or was that just I only had this on the PlayStation I've version. heard the PlayStation 1 is glitchier. Um, I, I get that in real life. I, I had a I had so. a time where it got stuck in the side the of the building. keeps going <laughs> Yeah, it's usually at work, and somebody had them. I was like, what's, I usually say, what's happening? Who's doing this? Why do we keep talking about alarm clocks? It's yeah. like the alarm clock episode. Yeah. Hey. That's what it is. The alarm clock episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you there brought you go. it up about. It's the name of the like show that. right now. <laughs> uh, I got stuck in a cat. Uh, I got stuck in a cat. Okay, dri- we the- had an episode title <laughs> until then. But uh, driving the forklift, there's like all these obstacles. Obviously, you got to avoid to get to your area, and he'll you know he'll run into something that go oh, and the, the episode. The, you know, <laughs> what does he do? He makes like a oh sound. <laughs> And the whatever your you know encounter will usually disappear, mm-hmm. but like it disappeared and it like reappeared. I guess that's where its spawn point was. So like I'm driving along and I'm doing a visual <laughs> representation. I hit the cat, oh, and then it like popped back up. So like every like two inches, he'd just, oh, oh, it's respawning oh. over and over. <laughs> so I I was able to move it about you know uh, that happened until whenever the lunch break was for the day. So. Uh, yeah. When it would, the game would I moved about the, 10 feet. The uh, timer for the cat. Yeah, in about 20 minutes, and I'm just like, oh, good God. <laughs> I would have said, fuck this shit, and started That's another so game. Awesome, well, I knew, I knew eventually it would cut it off at the lunch break. He would be like, oh, it's time to break. Do you think that bug's in the, um, Dreamcast one? You know, the Dreamcast one didn't really have that many issues. At least I don't remember them. Somebody brought up a point. I think it was, um, one of the Digital Foundry guys, but... We got excited that these games are available. We've talked about preservation before in the past. But these copies of Shinmu 1 and 2, I saw the console patch is going to get delayed. There is a patch coming out. Mm. But, too um, late now? Yeah. <laughs> well, too late for you, at least. Too late for me. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. But um, these aren't uh, copies of this game that we can just own on disc and put in the shelf, and it's going to be that version. Mm. That version that's on that disc is not... No, it's a broke version. Right. I mean, it's it still plays. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean... 
the Xbox version was a little more stable, and I, I don't know if I just got lucky. Right. I did. I, I had hard crashes on Xbox. I had three hard crashes. But um, at least it just gave up on you instead of fucking yeah, instead with you of instead of like messing with me. Mm-hmm. The PlayStation would just just was giving me some funny shit. So um, that's that's all I really had on that. Um, the main reason I want to talk about it was because of some of the glitches that I had. So. That's funny. Um, I'll wait for Spider-Man. We can talk about that. Uh, I remember did, playing... Uh, not to cut you off, Michael. No, you can. We played the original Tomb Raider on PlayStation like probably three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And she she fell off of a cliff. <laughs> <and later. laughs> just continues to I screen. recorded this. Yeah. Uh, she, on my phone because we didn't, you know, PlayStation's yeah. not hooked up to a Elgato or anything. And uh, she fell from this top cliff and her body's all mangled and the scream animation just stayed on. She was like, Stuck in she the kept, of she kept flipping around. Oh man! Yeah, did she was she moving or was she just mangled at the bottom of the? I, I think remember, she. The camera was tilting. I could have sworn like when you die, the camera starts panning around. I could have sworn you when you lowered it back up, the sound just kept going. It kept going. Yeah. Uh, As we were running around. Oh man! I got a similar ish. I love breaking games like that. On Tenshu, I think I died like fell in a pit and I like bled and I, my body like floated out of the pit. <laughs> From the blood. Did you on PS1? Yeah. Uh, All right, go on, sir. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, outside of that, uh, let's see. I picked up Yokai Watch Red Cat Core. The only reason I bring this up, I know nobody really cares about this too much outside of me. It's a, definitely a kid's game. Hey, someone might. I never thought this would come out in America. Uh, so, I, I actually imported it a while ago. Um, and it's called Yokai Watch Blasters over here. Over in Japan, it's called Yokai Watch Busters. And I was just comparing. Buster? Yeah. Was comparing some of the differences because it is super Ghostbuster heavy. Okay. Over there, um, and I was just looking at the boxes and stuff. Like, hence why they probably didn't want to why, call it Busters. Why, yeah, they mm. called it. Yeah, uh, you still are in this like firehouse with the pole, and you have the little car and everything. Mm-hmm. They changed the car color. It no longer looks quite like the Ecto one. <laughs> it was uh, too close to. They took everyone's pants off. <laughs> all the yokai watch uh, characters. They all had the like, little jumpsuits. Yeah, they, they just gave them jackets now, so they don't they don't look like they have that. They also they're firemen, can't you tell? Yeah, they don't have There's the. A pole. Uh, I mean, they're cartoon characters, so they're not having pants is a thing. Yeah. Uh, they also redesigned some of the monsters. Like one of them looks straight up like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, um, and they took that out, obviously. But, That's funny. Uh, just looking at the box, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> just seeing all the little minor changes they did. But we've, uh, we've so- seemed to get a lot of those yokai watch games late in the 3DS life. Yeah, so you're. Getting... I think they're just easily ported over, probably. So that's Are those my level guess. five games? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I think they're great. Yeah. Uh, they don't really sell well. I I noticed because I had pre-ordered it and I went to pick it up and they didn't have it. I checked. Uh, nice. Yeah, I checked around. Yeah, I love that. There was like one GameStop within a hundred miles that actually had one, and I called them. I was like, "Hey, I pre-ordered this at this one. And they didn't even get it." So I had. Thankfully, it wasn't that far away. I had to go get it uh, there. So you got got. Years ago, on a pre-order, you remember what it was that got, they got you on? You went to pick it up and it wasn't there. You're like, I pre-ordered this. It's got to be here. Mm-hmm. Oh, which one? The one at Best Buy, the Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Was it that? Yeah, the one with the the bundle. Oh no, they didn't have it. Mm-mm, they had to get it shipped in for somewhere. They did get you a mm-hmm. copy. That's good. Best Buy is. Oh, GameStop screwed you years kinda, ago. Kind of bad usually on. That stuff like an Artanelico or something, something a long time ago. It wasn't my store. Oh, god, it wouldn't be Artanelico. I still remember it to this day. I would be pissed. <laughs> you would still hold a vengeance, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Damn you. that's my favorite game series. I think yeah, it was yeah. uh, Disgaea 5. I got screwed on at Best Buy. 
They didn't have it. Yeah, well, they just, just it. ordered it and they just never shipped it. It's like okay. I mean, they did that to me in a couple 3DS games, but I think because I ordered it and for store pickup and they didn't get it. I think they just had to go in the background and change it to ship ship the home. And then you ended up getting it eventually. Mm-hmm. I still got it, so. They were going to do that to me this past weekend when I went to get Crash because they didn't have Destiny and mm-hmm. they found a copy of Destiny. Because I did it myself because you got a free copy of Destiny if you bought a game $30 or over. So yeah. I placed the Crash thing. Then I remembered the promo, but I uh, still wanted to get okay. Crash, so I went to pick it up and I was like, hey, just cancel this and pick up. It's not that fucking easy. No. Nope. This is long as make process. it super complicated. Oh, my you gotta God. got to wait 30 minutes for it to, uh, you know, yep. Then we're out there. I passed the guy who's looking for Destiny. I'm like, okay, I'm going to find my own copy. I grab it, take it back up to the front. Yeah. like, please process What's this. a Destiny? <laughs> and then he comes up with one. I found one. So, oh, I got Rule you. of thumb typically is with me, if it's like a common game, like it's something that you can get anywhere, Best Buy is a pretty safe bet. If it's right. like something usually a little more niche, like Yo-Kai Watch, typically I would say GameStop because they'll get it. This is like one of the few examples where they didn't even straight up get it. So I don't know if I maybe I pre-ordered it too late. Is Nintendo publishing the Yokai Watch? Yes. Okay, so you're, that's also a safe bet. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll play a little bit more that week. The only, only reason I brought it up because it was the comparison sake of just how they had to have changed it, right, to avoid a lawsuit. So, and lastly, I got Spider-Man on PlayStation Four, as probably just about everybody in the world did. Okay, you guys yeah. talking about some Spider-Man? I want y'all Spider-Man impressions. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know. How, how much time did you put in? Mm, I, I didn't put any time in with the story. I just started going around and started doing bullshit. In the, That's actually doing mostly what I did. Side missions and the web slinging. But, yeah, because there's, there's a point where you, you have to do these Norman Osborne towers where you can kind of open up the region and you can do uh, police scans. So I saw in the previews, Osborne is not head of Oscorp. He has a different role. What, how did they change the normal Spider-Man? He's, uh, he's the mayor. He's a mayor. He's up I for re-election. Yeah. I mean, you can see it when you go around town. It says, oh, yeah. re-elect Mayor Norman Osborne. But okay. he, is, he is part of the story. That's a cool spin. Because this this is Marvel's Spider-Man. This mm-hmm. is Insomniac's take on the mm-hmm. Spider-Man universe. It doesn't really have many ties to the other Spider-Man verses, does it? Like, this is their own take. You don't have to have watched this, this the, is... the Tobey Maguire movie, or you don't have to have specifically watched the Andrew Garfield movie. Or... No, 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 no. no. This, okay. this is what they said... Marvel, um, when Disney got back all this stuff, mm-hmm. and Marvel licensed out their games, they're all interconnected. So the Avengers game coming from Square Enix is interconnected in the same universe as Spider-Man. Okay. So they're not separate. Whether or not they'll coexist together, I don't know, because they said Spider-Man's the Sony's. There's just their own game reverse. Right. So this, so, I mean, the this vi- Spider-Man the- will not go to Xbox One. This is Sony has locked this up. Well, the Spider-Man game is Sony's. Yeah. So It's I, not a timed exclusive? No, no, no. That Marvel made the comment that this, yeah, they, it's basically they second party for Sony. Right yeah, they now. licensed it. Yeah, gotcha. so it's theirs. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man technically could cross over to the Avengers game, but it would you wouldn't play a Spider-Man game. That would be, only be on uh, Sony's. But you have the Avengers Tower in there. You have the Sanctum in there. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Sanctum. I found that. So, um, I found that. That's cool. That's so a I mean, cool crossover. Yeah, there's stuff in there. I don't think anybody. Uh, they don't have any of the Avengers crossing over or anything like that. Uh, they do have the raft. Wolverine. The raft from the Civil War. So. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does it feel? Is this this is a Spider-Man game? For oh yeah. Sure? It's graf- very yeah. It's very similar to uh, the Arkham Knight type games. Michael, yeah. you sent us some close-ups of the PS4 capture, the PS4 Pro, and it yeah. was unfreaking real. It's a beautiful game. It's absolutely gorgeous, and it plays super fluid too. Have y'all tried out the photo mode? I saw this. The I have a complaint about the photo mode. I actually right. have my list of complaints right here. As oh I, God! As I was good. Do you have any positives? Do you like? Oh any no! Of no. Well, 
The only reason Here's I, Michael's review of Spider-Man. Only, crap. 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 <laughs> Mega crap. <laughs> Mega crap. See the girl. Get your money. Um, so, yeah. I, I The photo mode. How the hell do you take a photo? I haven't tried it yet. You're Peter Parker. How do you not know so how to I, take photos? I've tried the shit out of it. Okay. And I even took a photo of the screen to see if you can get, get something on me. So, like, you have your options at the bottom. Move camera, rotate, adjust, up camera, down camera, sticker mode, hide UI, close. All right. This sounds like I've tried, camera controls. I've tried every button. I can't figure out how to take the dot. <laughs> it's so, like a stick. So, I got... I, I don't know what button you hit, and it doesn't tell you. Have you used the uh, touchpad thing on the PlayStation controller? Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But it's very... No, that brings up the overworld map. Which it should. I think that's just a map button. Like, I call myself hitting that? every button but but share, and I can't figure out... Maybe so, maybe share is it. If you, share is if your you, camera stuff. If you go into the start menu, there's an option that says photo mode. Yeah. And I've went into it. You turned it on? That, that's what I'm talking about. I've went into it. I've set up my photo, and I'm like, cool, I want to take this screenshot. You have to plug it? your PlayStation into your Xbox, that HDMI <laughs> input, and launch with Mixer. That's what you, you got to do. I'm trying to think... I think the share button is the way you did it in photo mode for God of War and Horizon. Maybe the share button is, but uh, unless I missed it, they don't actually tell you that anywhere. So I don't, don't want to derail us, but I brought up that controller button. Do you think they'll get rid of that? What controller that button? Center, the center button on the PlayStation 4 controller that has turned into the map the map button. Oh, the I don't center, know. The center touch trackpad. The touchpad? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to. But yeah, the... the it's cool. I like the photo mode. I've taken a couple of little cool things, but looking at all the menu options on the bottom of the screen, it's like, I can't tell how to actually take the fucking photo. So You haven't messed with it at all, Cesar? No. Nah. Help him out? No. Yeah. I'll, that, that's the least of my worries when I play a game is photo mode. I think I'll the figure only time I've done it was with Horizon when I did a couple of those, and you can do black and white stills. And You can do a lot of cool yeah. stuff. That's why I wanted to play around with it. Photo mode is almost like... Um, level creation packs for me like i'm not gonna do anything or dabble with it but i'm really gonna appreciate some cool ass shit that other people post and things that they're able to pull off well see my idea was to do one and then post on our instagram or something like that and it would have been you know that would have been cool but i couldn't figure out how to get it done so (laughs) i was like i'll I'll figure it out later um (laughs) please tell me jameson's in the in the game oh yeah he is excellent uh, he has his own radio show yeah he has a radio Mm -hmm. show yeah you hear it when you're swinging around Great. Oh my god! And is he still anti Spider Man? He's trying oh, to get. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. It's like it's funny because there some of the some of the dialogue in there is pretty good because there's one on there. It's like yeah, the first so many callers gets a signed copy of it. I'm not signing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such an asshole. He's like uh, he's like sell the book. Yeah. The first so many callers, it calls for the book. We'll get a signed personal copy. I'm not personalizing anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could tell the guy that that. Is like hosting a show that isn't him. It's like just it hates his job. Like, yeah, because he, he he's a victim. <laughs> yeah, he does a size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of the good uh, radio play that would happen in like Grand Theft Auto 3 and stuff as you're driving around. Mm-hmm. These awful radio personalities. Oh, the DJ ones. Yeah. And all yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Double Clef FM. Mm-hmm. And all I don't know how you remember one. any of that, but yeah. yeah. Well, because they were funny ass kids and they oh, were yeah. inappropriate too. They just were funny. Yeah. The only thing I remember about Grand Theft Auto 3 was that She's on Fire song because it would always play when my shit was on fire. <laughs> so. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I could see those coming to Switch too, like a GTA trilogy pack. They've released it on everything else. I think I have one of them for iOS. Yeah, either, I think I got yeah. one. Either 3 or Vice City. Yeah, I think I got Vice City. They're pretty good ports. I think it's actually like the 360 ports that came to mobile. They are. They, mm-hmm. they reported those. Uh, San Andreas is on Xbox One, if I remember right. I know that's mm-hmm. the mobile port, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
of that. Those games will live forever. Mm-hmm. I like San Andreas. That was my first. I wasn't 18 yet. I was still mm-hmm. 17 and 11 months and a half. But I worked at the store, like, helping check bags and receipts and things like that for San Andreas because I wasn't 18 yet. And then and a week wor- later I was, was a, GameStop at the time. You were? Yeah. It's on the other side of the Halo 2 banner. Oh, yeah? And then, well, y'all didn't have that. That was an EB banner. Yeah. And then uh, the next week, by the time, or two weeks after that, I was I was 18 and I worked at Halo Night. Mm. San Andreas was pretty cool. We did not sell that many Xbox copies. It was a heavily skewed PS2 sale. Xbox, yeah. didn't it come out later? I don't remember. I think it was at the same time. I think that one was at the same time. I remember I, I remember deal. 3 and Vice City were in a two-pack. Yep. I remember that much. And they came out a couple years after. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about those was that you could um, play your own music off the hard drive. Yeah, but why would you want to with that great, great music? That's true. Especially but Vice City. Vice City had such good music. It's cool to throw in some, some extra stuff. Yeah. I want to see when that did release. Did you play anything else, Michael? Uh, No, pretty much the spy. Oh, I got my list of uh, Spider-Man bullshit. So, as he alluded to earlier, it does the combat system is very Arkham Asylum esque. Mm-hmm. This is just nitpick stuff, mind you. This isn't like my. But people love I that. Hate, I people hate love this. that combat. System. Like I love, I love the game. I'll just throw that out there real quick. This is nitpick uh, stuff. Quick correction, you're right, Michael. It came out on October 26, 2004 for PS2, yeah. and yeah. June 7, 2005 for Xbox. I just remember having. That's it. why I don't remember we selling could, many Xbox. Games. I remember us <laughs> playing it on PlayStation. And I was like, if we would have had an Xbox, we would have played it on. Xbox. You would have bought it on yeah. that. Yeah. So, but um, in in any sort of Arkham S game, the dodge button, you know, you have that little flash above your head. Mm-hmm. That's always triangle to dodge. In this game, it's circle. Yeah, it is circle. Mm. It bugs me that you can't flip them. It bugs you. Mm. It does bug bugs me like some sort of arachnid thing. Does it? Is it a spider sense thing in the it game? It is a is spider sense thing. It? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so like it's. I feel that circle and triangle should be switched, and you can't switch them. Um, and also the let's see, let's see. Da, 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 da. In the the lab, you have these little things you can do for extra experience points, and they're like. Remember Bioshock when you had to do those little hacking mini games where you had to mm-hmm. get the water to flow, and it's just like, ah, oh, this is so kindergarten. Those were actually pretty cool. I like. Those. I don't like those. You didn't like them. This is kindergarten shit. Just getting the until so you have to get the ass. get the electricity to flow to the other side, and there's like one where you have to match shapes up. It's like, why is this in this game? That's how so, I feel personally. What is the purpose behind it, Spider Man? Waste time, as far as I can tell. Yeah. So, props out to whoever did the accessibility on that game. The options mm-hmm. you can do. Subtitles, you can increase the size of the subtitles. You can decrease the size of subtitles. You can disable puzzles also. Oh, can you? I did yeah, not know that. Those That's are cool options note. and accessibilities. I will yeah. have to look at that then. That's a cool note. I did look at the sound options because when I was playing this morning, uh, there's like sound bar mode, full home theater, and there's like a midnight mode, which is like every game needs that because half the time I'm playing games, it's like someone's asleep or whatever. So. Right. I love the fact that they had that in there. I usually just switch to headphones if I'm going to be sound sensitive with somebody. That's yeah. actually the way I like to play a game, anyways. Well, but with headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I usually do headphones as well. The way my hearing works, speakers. I hear so much like external stuff. I'll pick up on way more if it's just a centralized, mm-hmm. especially with a good pair of headphones. Well, typically, if someone's awake or if I'm, you know, I'm not really, no one's home. That soundbar I have is fantastic, so I like to blow it up. But you know. No, unless I live in the middle of nowhere, my sub's too loud. Oh yeah. yeah. In my 15 hours of Final Fantasy X, I'll. Sometimes I'll have my Vita and I won't have the headphones and I'll be trying to and I'm, I'm screaming and I'm like ah no I just I, I know I'm missing out. But that midnight mode worked really well. Like I mean I was, I was able to turn it up and still hear everything and just wasn't like boomy like it you know normally would right. be. So I have to look at that disable puzzle thing though. I don't mm-hmm. mind puzzles. It's just like they were 
like super cliche puzzles like why can, is this in this I game? I think you can disable it is, it's an option in accessibilities but you can disable them just for the play the game cinematically just for the story okay. so you don't have to go through all I'll that shit I'll have to look at that yeah. that's really I, cool because I, I walked up and I was like well, I have to do this it's I like, never heard about that mm-hmm. would yeah. y'all like stuff like that more in games would you like to take that out of Bioshock yeah Personally. What if you could? What if you could turn those systems on and off? Like uh, a lot of people complained about Breath of the Wild, the weapons breaking. Mm-hmm. What if you could turn that off and you just didn't have to play with the weapon breaking mechanic? I mean, that changes. That totally changes the changes, game for some people. It totally changes the game. Um, but it changes the way you play it. That, that that's has nothing to do with the way yeah. I can play it. I can play the way it was intended, or I can do it. I mean, you look at Xenoblade Chronicles too. They went in there. You can. You do, yeah. You can change the enemy levels of the enemies now. You can make them easy. You can make it where you can just blow through the game. It's it, You can cater everything. That way you can just play the game you want I like want those play. options. Yeah. I do too. So long as it doesn't sacrifice, you know, a game's going to come out now or a game's going to come out eight years from now if they add all this stuff. I think that'd be mm-hmm. the only trade-off. But I mean, As long as it doesn't nerf it for everybody. You just want to. Some people just want to play they want to play. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's annoying going to Xenoblade and getting killed by those level 90 monsters. True. So, I mean, I wish they yeah, did stuff like that, that with like... A couple weeks ago. Some, and some people love that shit. With like I mean, a Dark Souls or they something. They love that challenge. You know, that's why I had to do that with Neo. I had to get it on PC because it's like I want to experience this game, but I'm not about to sit here and fight this one boss 300 times trying to beat him. Like, right? It's just fucking cheat and get through him. So I brought up the Zelda with the weapon mechanic. Is there any system you guys would turn on or off in a game that you could think of, I'd like an annoying little bit that you would get rid of? I'd have to think on it. Would you turn off? No. Uh, well, some people put uh, random encounters. They turn off random encounters. Yes, that's games. what I was going to say. The most annoying thing was that even what that tells. I forgot to mention it. It's, it's mm-hmm. all fucking random encounters, and I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I hate every minute. I'm sitting here trying to do a damn puzzle, and I'm, I'm in a battle. I'm like... In the middle of a puzzle? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving <laughs> blocks, and then I get into a battle. I'm yeah. like, God. And, I, and then by the time I got the battle, it's like, all right, what was I doing? And I got to figure out what I was doing again. I'm like, I just want to finish what I started and then have the enemies run around and then yeah. attack them. That's fine. Because I can avoid them and finish what I'm doing. I hate I hate that. It drives me insane when I'm doing something and I get in a battle. And I'm sitting there like, all right, what was I doing again? Mm-hmm. I had to stop for some bullshit. So. I love Dragon Quest Eleven and the remake of Eight, where the enemies are on the field. You can mm-hmm. actually actively yeah. juke them if you're trying to get something done. Yeah, it drives me insane. Like uh, Chrono Trigger and those other type games where you can see the enemy coming out instead mm-hmm. of being so random. And um, I know we'll have to talk about it later, but I think the best one was... Uh, and I mentioned Dark Pixel Gaming. They went mm-hmm. in there and they did their Chrono Cross 1 and... And I remember going through Chrono Cross in this. You can, I hate to, we'll, we'll talk about RPGs that are different, but that one, they do a pretty good job explaining it. You can avoid all enemies in that game. You can run away from all enemies in that game, even the bosses. Mm-hmm. So if you get to the point where like all your party members are almost dead, you can run away and change out the way you play. Interesting. Um, also, there's no levels in that game. So um, what they do is that you only level up when you beat a boss. And then at some point you fight regular enemies and you get status boosts. But after a while the status boosts go away. That means you have to go to the next boss to increase the level. Again. Oh. So they take away emphasis on fighting so you can concentrate more on the game itself. Right. And they're it, really just stringing you along ability-wise for the story. Right. And then the they, the battle system is different. So because the battle systems you can go through one through eight, and there's different levels for each uh, battle system level one, two, three, four, five, six, and depending on your attacks, you can add it up to that level. So you could have a level 8 spell that's fire base, and you can move it to level 1, mm-hmm. but you'll get minus 7. But if you have a level 1 spell, move it to level 8, you'll get plus 7 mm. on the attack. I wonder okay. why nobody's done something similar to that since then. Don't know. I mean, um, like I said, Dark Pixel Game, and they go into good details about it. It was a good um, good episode. I just put it out there two two weeks ago, and it's like, because I beat Chrono Cross, and I didn't remember that much of about it, but going through it, it's like, yeah, I, I do remember that battle. So somebody, you can just... 
enemies are on screen, you can just walk right past them. They don't even chase you. I mean, you can just walk right past them and continue right. what, what you're doing. I think so. from a game development standpoint, yeah. people are just afraid that if you change something, it's going to turn people away. Uh, I, I'm with Cesar on that accessibility argument as far no, as no, you can, that change that absolutely has nothing to do with the way that I'll play it versus the way you'll mm-hmm. play it or Cesar is going to play it. We can play the same game and all have a blast with it and play it three different ways. Yeah, and there's some people just like that grainy shit and they'll just sit there and like, oh, every I mean, person I, on this I, map. You know, I'm, all, I'm all for mm-hmm. you know what you're on. I just, I just think from if you're making it, that's why you don't see it probably a lot. To like, well, if we do this, is this going to scare people off? Or, so, so, uh, I've no, actually I, encountered that yeah. in... Go ahead. No, I know what you mean. I mean, there's some people that when they do a game development, this is the way it's meant to be played. Okay, yeah. y'all may think this is this is a good uh, segue because I played the Mega Man 11 demo. Oh yeah, and it has I want to hear about it. <laughs> it has an easy mode, so I was like, yeah. sure, let's try it out. Mega Man always kicks my ass. I don't really, I don't know if I want to sit here and learn this whole boss all the way through that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I tried easy, and um, I got to a part in the room. It's a Mega Man Mega Man game. I think it <laughs> a Mega Man's Mega Man. It, it really is. Have you did you play the demo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel it. the same way? I even got to the part where there Kotaku was some of the game-breaking thing for me where I, I can't jump through the door and float anymore. Right. I just drop straight you down. Drop like, what straight the fuck down. is this? I used to just oh, always no. float in there. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling it Mega Man Gate Gate. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I, I did that and I was like, this is weird. And I saw somebody put an article and I was like, yeah, fuck that. And I was like, I used to do that all the time. Just used to jump and float in there. Who like, doesn't <laughs> do that, actually? <laughs> so we all did that. And then, like, Castlevania, when you beat a level, you'd try to jump and throw the whip out as the camera would stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Mario Three, when the flute would come down after you beat one of the mini bosses, and you try or the it was a wand, wasn't it? When the king got turned into a oh, creature, yeah, yeah. try to jump and grab it. Yeah, you try to jump and grab it. I've done that a lot too. Yeah. So in, in Mega Man Eleven, uh, I played it easy just to see what it was like, and um, I, did, I think I did normal on my run. So. You did normal. Mm-hmm. See if this happened to you because there was a couple times. There's a room that you get to before you start going up, like the first set of going to the right, and there's some blocks falling. Mm-hmm. Of course, the, when the blocks hits me, it's Mega Man. I'm like, Pfft. oh, the bullshit shit where I'm like, I know it's gonna hit me. I know it's gonna hit me, and I jump and I get hit. Yep. I'm, a, I'm gonna avoid yeah. it. Nope. So I fall in the pit. And I'm like, oh, it's a Mega Man game. This bird flies in from off screen, grabs me, and takes me to the the block that I was on before. And, Try again, and I get to do it again. Mm-hmm. So there's that accessibility. It's, That's helpful, though. It's no. not hardcore Mega Man, but no, I'm still no, experiencing the just game. Fucking died and throw me yeah. the big game. I went straight to the beginning. I'm like, fuck this. That is a great game, though. I think that demo, putting out that demo, was a smart decision. I'm gonna have to try it when I get home. That made it more of a later a jump for me. Yeah, because I think was it is it was switched this week. It's the next console's next week for the demo, I believe. I think the PS4 one's up, but I don't think it's active yet. Yeah, yeah. Or it was out in Europe or some shit like that. I think they posted out in Europe. Michael, are you done with your games? I'm gonna. I'm jump done. On. I'm done. Go for it. Because then we're gonna go through news. We got a bunch of GameCube lists to lead. So do it through all of a sudden. Uh, so I spoke all of a on sudden. all of a sudden we we got some last minute submissions. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoke about Mega Man 11. Guys, try that out. That's a demo that's on Switch right now. It's coming to PS4 and Xbox next week. You said. I think that's what they they put in an announcement. I could have sworn it. it you, I did see it mentioned somewhere it was on PS4, but I think that was to Europe. So give that a go. I think this is a good you know. Um, well, Mega Man 9 and 10 were like uh, 8-bit type mixes, mm-hmm. and then there was Mighty Number no. 9, which was Inafune's attempt at bringing back Mega Man. I've gotten better impressions from this than I did 9, 10, or Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a move in the right direction. Yeah, check out Mega Man 11. No, it's, it's you're not, right. They're not going to shit the bed. You're right. You're a gamer that is on Switch, Xbox One, and PS4 now. It is out. out. Oh, okay. Okay, so y'all can try that on any of those systems. Well, I guess I could just pull the fucking app and look. <laughs> I played some more Donut County. That continues to be one of my favorite games this year. It's super casual. 
It's got great writing. The, um, I love the soundtrack. I think I spoke about that soundtrack last week. Mm-hmm. But the soundtrack is actually on Amazon streaming services, so you can hear the. I think it's on like uh, Spotify and stuff like that. Okay. But it's got a real quirky. Like I love the Katamari soundtracks. So it's got a real quirky. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not J-pop like the Katamari soundtrack yeah, was. Demo, but demos up. Sorry guys. Demo for Mega Man Eleven. Yeah. All right, we have a final answer on Mega Man Eleven demos. Um, but Donut County continues to be pretty good. Cesar, do you play any more of that on PS4? Uh, no. Negative. Sorry. Michael, you don't have an iOS. You would have to play it on PS4. Yeah. I'm, 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 I want it on like Switch or something like that. Wait for this to come to, because at $5, it's a great, great $5 game. Oh, for Android? Yes. I don't think I would do $15. Wait for Android on this. Or, or if Switch is cheaper, but from what I've seen in the past, Mm -hmm. Switch games are still more expensive than iOS. I am not, uh, you know, in the, immediately trying to play it. Like, it looks good. But it's one I can wait It's on. good. The I writing's can, super fun. I can wait. It's not a must-have right now. Yeah, I can wait. So, yeah. like, I'll wait for it to be on Switch and on sale for 10 bucks. So one of my coworkers just got one of the new iPads, and I sold it. I sold him on it, so he downloaded it. He's going to give it a shot. If I had an iPad, I would totally get it. Oh, perfect iPad game. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking about playing with it with my two younger kids okay. so that they can... Because the interface is completely just dragging your finger around, and you're it's controlling simple. that hole and, and drawing stuff into the hole. Yep, you're right about that. But I think they'd get a kick out of the the different character animations and the the areas that you go to and the items that you suck down. Did I talk about the Trashopedia last week? You did. Yes, you yeah. did. Yeah. That Maybe. stuff continues to be hilarious. Mm. There's some, that's, that's probably one of the highlights of the game is after you beat the level, go through and see all the things that you drug up. And I think it's the raccoon who's, who's writing the description. So, like, he favors trash and trash cans, and there's some things he doesn't understand. He's that like, would make all, sense being a raccoon. All things raccoons would favor, yeah. 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 So definitely check out Donut County. Um, Final Fantasy X. Last week I had done the uh, Crusaders. They valiantly tried to fight mm-hmm. against the fight against sin. They drew in sin with the sin spawn and tried to take them out. Um, the religious themes have stuck with this game. Like they're they're hard in on that the mm-hmm. faith and all that kind That's of stuff. The whole game. So yeah, and I totally dig that because there's a lot of contrast with the way a lot of the characters feel about the religion and sin and how people should act and. So the Crusaders, last week, they were using Machina to try to take out Sin. And this Machina is apparently the reason that I found out in the past week why Sin even appeared. Mm-hmm. Is they got too advanced. There were too, many, there were too many cities, right? So even Waka, before that confrontation, he was like, they should be using this stuff. Waka is pretty, he's pretty pie of the book. I love Waka, but he is the redneck of that world. Uh, you got to stop calling him Waka. Oh, here's Waka Waka. <laughs> what am I supposed to call him? The, I mean the, that's his name. Yeah. The orange-haired yeah. flip guy yeah. from Besaid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> walk walk. That's too many syllables. Yeah. Uh, so I've moved up to Guadalcanal, which is where Seymour's from, mm-hmm. and the Guado people. Guatemala. And they are the protectors of the the religion that the, is, that is in the game. The Yevan, I guess, is their yeah. is their god. I don't know that the religion really has a name except the faith. Does anybody have any remembrance uh, of that? It's been too long. Mm, yeah. So in Guadalcanal, they have a portal to the far plane, which is like the heaven for this religion. Mm. So the characters all visited the far plane, and certain people saw different. You can't interact with people, mm. but like when when fiends are relieved and turned into those pyreflies, which is the glittery looking spirit things, that Yuna has has sent them off. This is where they go to the far plane. Mm-hmm. So people's memories and stuff are represented with these pyreflies, and I just. That really struck me as being super, super cool. I love that that religious aspect of it. It was just, it was, was it really neat. Even a cooler bit later in the game. I bet something's yeah. coming up. Foreshadowing. There's a lot of dead characters, and there's some like pining for. Um, when I was there, when I was leaving the far plane, 
the one of the original Guado leaders was trying to come through the little portal thing, and it was this weirded out. Everybody's like, hush, hush, don't say anything about it. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that story goes somewhere. It's kind of a weird ghost story. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Seymour proposed to Yuna, mm-hmm. which is going to be kind of weird. I'm not sure where that's going. Because he's also a summoner, but it seems like me and the other summoners are trying to kill Sin, and he's doing his own political well, thing. You've so seen his know. summon. Yeah, if you got Auron, you saw his summon then. Yes, he yeah. used his summon at the uh, Blitzball tournament, mm-hmm. I think is where it was. Yeah, that thing was crazy. That thing is a bitch. With the... Yeah, I'm sure you have to fight it at some point. But everybody's starting to get unnerved by Seymour. The party's kind of uneasy mm-hmm. about him. So I left there and went to the, I meant the Lightning Plains right now. Oh, fun. Um, it looks like another one of those long, narrow areas. Is it the Lightning Plains? I think there's a trophy you got to dodge yeah, the dodge Lightning for 200 times. 200 Lightning Bolts in a row. Yeah. Oh, I can do like five in a row. So do you actually, <laughs> I, like, I'm literally at the beginning I did it on PS2 because it gave you one of yeah, the ultimate weapons. You got one yeah. of the ultimate weapons? Yeah. It was worth so is it. it worth doing? It's no. not worth it for the trophies. No. Worth it for the ultimate weapon. <laughs> just well, go ahead and get their weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I think the trophies glitch. So fuck the trophy. Just do it for the weapon. I've had other things yeah. glitch out on this game already with the jack shot and shit. So I couldn't get that trophy anyways. I'm not playing for the trophies on that. Yeah. The Let's only thing I'm story. trying to do with 10, I'm playing the story. Um, and I'm trying to get all the Albed primers. So I've got 1 through 12 now, I think. Hmm. So I'm halfway through. Halfway almost there. halfway through the 26th. So this is, I've been getting the itch to play something else like I usually do. I'm sticking with this game. So Stick this is going to be my, I'm loving some Final Fantasy X. I uh, played some PUBG with Cesar and Russell and friend of the show Cameron. The official 1.0 patch launched, bringing with it a new Mini Royale map. Cesar, what do you think about Mini Royale? <laughs> it's, We've had a couple good runs. We've had some shit-ass runs, but we had some really good we, runs. We just got to get better at, at actually pursuing people. That's the problem. It doesn't work well in that small map. We tend to run and try to take up fortification, and by then we're we wounded and getting picked off. Because I, I actually killed more people than this map. If you just stand up before, and try to I, take them off. At this point, when you guys are running around like screaming, left, right, left, right, I'm, like, I'm just <laughs> I'm just gunning. God, they were killing me with that shit. So I think is, is it many as in the, the, the map is smaller? So the map is, is usually 8 by mm-hmm. 8. It's half of that. It's oh, half 4 by 4. It's, and, it goes it's a lot more... And well, yeah, it would have to be. Everyone's crammed into a small area. With the blue zone, you usually have like, what, is it four minutes when it starts off? Four minutes and 30 mm-hmm. seconds? You have like a minute and a half. Yeah. So oh, shit. They're shorter, they're shorter burst of the PUBG experience, which is what they were going for versus like a Fortnite experience. Yeah, because I think, what was it, like 30, 45 minutes for the big maps for us if we get down mm-hmm. in the top 10? This mm-hmm. one is like 20 minutes if we get in the top 10. 22, and mm-hmm. you're, you're already there. It's about half the time. So, so we, we usually go out in the middle of the pack or like within 40 six, or something like that. You can't get past six. And it's like nine or ten minutes. Yeah, yeah we've come in sixth place like three times. So we're, six, six, six. We're still, com- well done. <laughs> we're still competitive, the devil's PUBG. Yes, well done. We're still uh, we're still competitive, but I mean the game continues to be fun. It's still my go-to. Um, actually, after you left, Cameron and I, we had the one crap round, and then the next round he got dropped from a game, old school mm. style. And at the, crash right after that, I got dropped. It didn't even like I thought we had a power search. My TV just went black, and then I saw the Xbox menu. So the game's still glitching. Oh, uh, you didn't get the little uh, rapping uh, noise. I used to love that when I'm dropping. <laughs> he uh, when Cameron got kicked, I was in the sidecar of the motorcycle, and he, so he. I'm watching, looking around. He eases off the gas, and I hear, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "What?" And we just start going in circles in the motorcycle. With <laughs> To like slower and slower and slower. That, like, that, game, I got kicked. that game knows when you get kicked because it auto corrects that character so you can rejoin. Yeah. Yeah. They put well, something in that coding. He was in the middle of that yeah. doing that circle and I waited until he stopped and he was kind of in some trees, but he was driving so I couldn't move him out yeah. of the way. 
and I started looting the town next mm. to us, and he got killed. So that so, was our last round. Was so I'm going to ask this game. question, even though I pretty much just heard the answer. Do you feel like this should have stayed in pre-release a little bit longer, or you think they were trying to push it out? They needed to push it out because I mean, you have uh, Call of Duty uh, Battlefield coming yeah. out. You think I mean, you think you think it it sh- they they pushed it out a little bit too early? I'm of the I've had fun with this game since the day it came out, yeah. and it was the most broken. I don't know, it seems still seems broken, but it's not as bad. Remember, these we, games, were getting, we were doing like a, like almost every match, one of us was getting dropped. We were getting kicked. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's not that bad. That was the first one out of like. 20 we played yeah. I mean it's, it's online it's an online game is given it's going to yeah. have issues so. if it weren't for some of the gear that you get and the new map the 1.0 would have no significance to me because mm-hmm. they've been updating it non-stop it's one of these games as a service games I don't really think 1.0 has any significance mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure there's been a patch since so it's 1.0. officially out but it's still work in progress yep and I think you can get a retail disc now like, it I is think retail you disc you can get yeah. an actual disc to pop in that's okay. 2999 with a 125 megabyte CD key that's all it is. That's, that's Here's how, the text file. That's how it's my on the C- Blu-ray that's, disc. That was my Sea of Thieves. I popped in there just like, installing 125 megs. I'm like, great. And downloading for 60 gigs. I was like, okay. <laughs> I need to play some Sea of Thieves with Russell and see what he thinks. Uh, I played two Switch games. Um, I picked up Crash Bandicoot Trilogy. I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. That game's hard. Yeah. It's been hard. Like, But when I was playing on PlayStation, I guess because of the way the save states work where you had to get the candy coins or whatever. Her, was her name Candy Sounds Bandicoot? Right. I don't know if that's that. Coco or... Bandicoot? Coco's his sister. Con. Starts yeah. with a C. Yeah, anyways. In the old PlayStation one, you had to get three of those and then beat her bonus level to be able to save the game. So you can save anywhere on this one, which is helpful. But I had gotten good at these first three or four levels on PlayStation because I didn't want to have to... I didn't want to save with, like, one life. Mm -hmm. So I got really good at them, and now I'm playing on Switch, and I died, like, two or three times on that first level, and it seems like the jumps, jumps that I've made for 15, 20 years, are totally different. I feel his his physics are off and his hitbox is off. I felt the same way on PlayStation. I was just like, this is not... Jumped at the not... edge of the pit, and I had plenty of room. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, why'd you I fall? Die? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, frustratingly annoying. It is Coco. Yeah. Coco Bandicoot. Right. Coco, no, Coco's, Coco's the youngest one, yeah. yeah. All right. So the... This website is not clear here. <laughs> Tawana. Tawana? Careful searching for uh, Crash Bandicoot lore. I'm sure that could veer you off into, like, the Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog territory. Tawana. Tawana? Mm-hmm. Tawana? I would have never Tawana. guessed that. Tawana Bandicoot? Seriously, would have never guessed that. But uh, it, it plays well on on Switch. Like I don't see any jitters or anything mm-hmm. I'm outside of the coding. Because I remember this for PS4 that it was kind of weird with the jumps and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, I played on Switch too. It, I thought it was well done. It's portable crash. That's a good thing. Um, also tried out Mario Brothers Arcade Archives. There was a we've already mentioned another podcast, so I guess I'll I'll name drop another one here. But I'm a fan of <laughs> what. Oh god! It you're got in, the, it got you're in the, the Bandicoot lore. It got into the grass. Yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I see, yeah. he Man under there. Um, <laughs> I listened to a Retronauts episode where they were talking about strange Mario games or just offshoots like Lost Levels and Mario Archives and things outside of the Super Mario Brothers series. And um, they were talking about Whoa. some of the because we never got that the Mario Brothers game, the true arcade one. We never got playable until that Arcade Archives game. And I had had it for a while and tried it, but. I kind of do, deep dove into it um, a little bit more after this podcast to, to get some more appreciation of it. No. Like, I don't remember when you hit the, uh, I think they're called uh, side shellers or something like that. They're not called Koopas or Turtles or anything on this one. But when you flip them over and they turn upside down, you got to get up and kick them over, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't get there in time, they'll get back in their shell and keep going. Yeah. So in the NES one and stuff, they just kind of shake for a minute and they flip back over and start moving at you. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell and I actually played this on Apple IIe. That was our most played Mario Brothers. We had access to that with two joysticks and all. Okay. But in this one, 
the the side shell or whatever they're called, they have like an A tank uh, undershirt thing on. So they're upside down with that tank on, and then they get up and you see them. It's like they're putting their clothes on when they put mm-hmm. the shell back on. Interesting. So it's got that uh, arcade flair. Yep. That we're missing nowadays. Yeah. This is that little extra touch, and, mm-hmm. and after listening to that podcast, I appreciated that. That was a good ass game. I did see on a side note. Um, the Nintendo Direct was canceled. I think we, that was going to be a big part of our news section. Um, I hate to hear that there's been natural disasters in Japan, like earthquakes and landslides and stuff. Taking it was, out. A, was it a tsunami and then an earthquake or something? Mm-hmm. Like that? Yeah, and there's people missing in villages and stuff there's like a, that. So. There's a lot going on around Southeast Asia with earthquakes. It's going around the whole... The Ring plate. of Fire Yeah, area. Ring of Fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a, not only Japan was affected, there's a, a lot of other nations that were affected the last couple this whole year so far. So we're hate, we, we we hate to hear that. We hope they're able to bounce back and recover and all that. And because of that, because of what's going on over there, Nintendo canceled their direct, and it's, it's definitely more important. Michael, you pointed oh, yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. We hope people are okay, that kind of thing. But it also seems like some stuff uh, that was planned to be released in that direct uh, leaked. Mm. Or not well, not leaked, but just posted. Like, yeah. After the direct. It's probably weird. supposed to auto-post, and yeah. not all of it. Well, I mean, you got, you got big, big companies, and they have marketing departments, and not everybody speaks to everybody. Yeah, we'll That's touch on some of that in the news, but I, I was hoping we were going to hear more about the online program, because one of the only NES games they've talked about mm-hmm. is this Mario Brothers game that I played, and you'll be able to play online, so we can play that original NES Mario Brothers with them. Oh, that'd be awesome. The arcade style. I, I at least want to try it out just for the novelty of it. Oh, yeah. Um, they had the aspect ratio in the middle of the screen, so it looked right, and then they had like the two players, like the online avatars, off to the side in the screenshot I saw, so that'll be pretty cool. But that's all I played. If y'all want to jump into news, you're ready. Let's do it. Who's going to start us off? You. Michael, I want to ask you about this. Oh, God, I don't know. Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition. Oh, okay. I might know. PE Edition. Was this announced for these consoles? Pocket Edition. I think it had leaked before. Yeah, Final Fantasy XV PE. This is coming from Jamatsu. Final Fantasy XV PE HD. (laughs) Physical Uh, Education. Is now available for... Final Fantasy Physical Education is now available for PS4, Xbox One, and soon for Switch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's, it, if you're gonna buy, now's the time because it's forty percent off. Forty yeah, percent off is seventeen ninety nine, and I also saw this morning. It's kind of late news. It's also gonna be forty percent off for Switch. Yeah, so that's whenever. the one I'm gonna try. That's the one I'm gonna get. So this will be the Pocket Edition. This is like a condensed. Uh, this is what I wanted to bounce off of you, Michael, because I know mm-hmm. you're a big fan of fifteen. And I actually did play this on uh, Android. You tried it out? Yeah, I played through the whole first chapter. Okay, so what is this exactly? It's like 10 and, chapters, right? And am I going to get the Final Fantasy know, 15 sure. experience? I played it until one of the charged me, and I was like, I don't know if I like this enough. <laughs> uh, oh, because you start it for free, free to play, yeah, free to start. start free to start, yeah. then you have to pay, I think it's like 20 bucks after that. So, um, To my understanding, it's just an abridged version of the entire game of Final Fantasy 15. There's probably a lot less side quests and little side things to keep you busy. Mm-hmm. But I know, uh, as far as combat goes, it's very simple. It's kind of like a top-down, isometric dungeon crawler, almost, where you just kind of click on the person and they auto-attack unless you select what you want to do. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Me. It's It's pretty, no, pretty I think playable. Try it. To add on to what he said, I think from what a lot of people describe and a lot of people praise about it, it's like, hey, you get the full story in a lot less time yeah. for those people. It says condensed to like 10 hours, right? So I would have beat it in my it's the whole. It's clock. the whole story. So they said it's... If you want to play for the story, just cut out all the bullshit in between. Is the story worth playing for that? Yeah. yeah. The story's great. Mm-hmm. Although, admittingly, the main Final Fantasy XV doesn't take that long. I got to it in less than 30 hours. I think that's the one you should play if you... The regular one? If you don't really, you know... I mean, if your time is that strict, I guess go for it. But um, I'd say play the regular Final Fantasy XV first. Especially considering they're the same price at this point. You could buy Final Fantasy XV on Xbox or... 
PlayStation for twenty dollars at this point. But there is that Switch effect of being able to take it with me, and like I'm playing Final Fantasy. I'm 10 definitely going to get it on Switch because I that the idea of a, it being portable is nice. Right. Um, Cesar, would you recommend playing fifteen in, in this format? If you want to experience the story, yeah. I mean, the game plays guy. fun, but it just your 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 time level is a, little, a lot different than ours. So yeah, it's all based right. off personal experience. I wonder if it's free to start on iOS, and then I can get a my sample that way and decide if I want to get the full. Yeah, it, is it, should, it should yeah. be because it was it was that way on Android. Pocket Edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it a shot. A little bit on iPad might even be a little bit better than uh, phone. In fact, I'm sure it is because it's on iPad. The greatest RPG on mobile. Get Pocket it. Edition. All right, get so it. I'll try it out here. I don't like some of the character designs, to be honest, but you that get, chibi style. You get used to them. Yeah, you get used to them. It's Final Fantasy VII-ish. Their mouths don't move when they talk, too, and that's also kind of odd. I saw that in a cutscene and was kind of concerned yeah, about that. Yeah, it's a little weird. Especially if you're not very familiar with the characters. You'd be like, you don't know whose voice You'd be like, who's talking, yeah. yeah. But, uh, it, I, you know. It gets a job done. I'll learn that pretty quick. It totally gets a job done, but if you have the option to play real Final Fantasy XV, I would do that instead. I do. I meant to get the Royal Edition last time it was on sale, but it seems to be hovering around that $30 mark. It goes on sale all the time. I think it's going to be a Black Friday special. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pick that up. It'd be somewhere. 20 at some point. Yeah. I, I, I think I uh, picked it up for 25 last, because uh, I got it on PlayStation 4 as well. For I think what, the cheapest was what? Digital was 20 Yeah. That's for the full one, so. and then mm-hmm. the add-on was just 10 so I could have gotten that and popped in my regular disc and just had the full That's one. That's what I ended up doing. But now. the Royal Edition also comes with the season pass. If you just buy the Royal Pack by itself, it mm-hmm. doesn't come with the season yeah. pass. What the there's too many versions. This is like the it's, it, there's there's of, a season pass and then there's a royal pack. And there's that's a season pass for what volume two right now. Yeah, that that's shit's coming that's out. not come come out yet. Though. Yeah, that's that's normal. I mean, look at fucking Tekken Seven. That's we're, true. We're on the second season pass now. I mean, Street Fighter Five is on the yes, third. Yeah, season Street pass. Fighter Five was practically released incomplete so. all together. So I mean, I, that, that was planned all together. Just yeah, knew about it. At least they yeah they just <laughs> straight up say that at the yeah. beginning. Hey, where this is gonna happen? So. Move on to the next bit of news. Zone of the Enders is relevant again. Um, Psy Games is also from Jamatsu. They co-developed Zone of the Enders, the second runner Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, did they co-develop the original, or they just worked on the port? They just worked on the port, and they, okay. they basically when they did their interview there, they made their pitch that they would love to do a third one. Um, I, they said Konami doesn't have any plans for a third one, but I guess they were encouraged people to buy this version to convince Konami. Yeah, it's so. only 30, right? Vote with your wallet. I might get it just to try. I think I'm going to get it, too. This is one of those support with the yeah. vote with your wallet, vote like with you your said, wallet game. Yeah. I mean, because right now, Konami's in a weird spot. They're trying to put stuff out there and see mm. what people want, so... I played that demo, and I thought it was pretty good. There is a demo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Out too. It's fun. Orange case, yeah. That would be a good uh, excuse to break out the VR as well. Is the whole game VR, or is that just a special mode in it? It's all VR. You can play it all cool. first-person VR. Yeah. You, you can play it third-person VR or first-person. I found, even though I love the idea of being in the mech and what... I couldn't do it too well in the first person. I think I saw a preview. Or I couldn't a tell what the hell was going on. So where they said the VR is the way to play that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I different flavors. So. I'll pick it up today if I can find it. It's so probably we, a low print. Or maybe not low print, but it's, it's probably not everywhere. I probably couldn't go to Walmart and buy it, could I? I don't think so. Maybe like a GameStop. I would think so. Hmm, I don't know. We'll see how many are out there. I'll look out. I'll look out when I'm out today. It just seems like one of those things. Like we ordered a bunch of NBA and Spider Man, but yeah, well, I mean, we forgot Yokai watching Zone of the Enders. <laughs> so, so we brought up in pre-production that um, Sanzaru Games they worked on porting the Sly trilogy from PS2 to PS3, mm-hmm. and then they got that Sly license for Thieves in Time. You think this could be that type of situation, SSR, where they they allow uh, Sly Games to make Zone of the Enders three? They want to. I don't know if they will, because you know Konami's just trying to figure out. 
what direction they want to head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine if it, right now it's Konami's just about money. So if it sells, it seems like they're going to do it. So yeah. Back to Michael. Vote with your wallet. I mean, I mean, you look at what Bomberman is now on PS4 and Xbox. So yeah, it that's did, true. It did extremely well on Switch. They decided to port that stuff over. So. That's true. I'm and really they got their own exclusive um, characters for those. Mm-hmm. Master Chief. Who's the PlayStation? Ratchet and Clank. Clank yeah. Cool. I want to see what Shenmue did next that, month on NPA. That finally dropped down to $20, and I jumped on that. So What's that? Bomberman the Bomberman. For PS4, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was hovering around 30 for a while, and then it, I think I... I still want it for Switch, but it hasn't got low enough. So next bit of news, Cesar, do you have something else? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I was about to say... I'm looking down here. Walmart doesn't have any. Yeah. Might want to go ahead and grab one. Yeah. If I'm, you order it... They're like they can do pick up in store. You have to wait four or five days, but yeah. they're not showing in store. I'm just gonna check a GameStop uh, while I'm out, probably and see if it's there. So thirty bucks, I can I can swing that. Next bit of news: uh, THQ Nordic announced Thursday. This is from Polygon that they had acquired the Kingdoms of Amalur IP. Nice. And the Reckoning game. And I, I played a little bit of that game, and what I did play of it, I enjoyed it. I'm, you probably enjoy it, Richard. It's very, I've been wanting to pop scrolls. that in. Same deal. It kind of yeah. feels like a like a fable almost. Like yeah, it's like fable mixed with Elder Scrolls. It's very yeah. it's very lighthearted too. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. that dark based off that cover. Right. So it was one of those games I always told myself oh, I might get back to this. I never did. This is the infamous uh, Kurt Schilling developed uh, Thirty Eight Studios. They got a bunch of tax breaks from Rhode Island, and uh, it was a seventy five million dollar loan. And they ended up, the state liquidated 38 Studios assets at an auction, and Amalur evidently went unclaimed. Um, so Amalur was like a quick launch, and mm-hmm. then they were going into, they were going to make an MMO, mm-hmm. and that's when that got It got, got canceled. canceled during the MMO, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, because I think, was it Rhode Island? They contributed a lot for that studio. They lost a lot of money. $75 million yeah. loan. Because they, mm-hmm. the, they had to write it off. Project Copernicus was the free-to-play MMO that, that was being developed. Which, uh, which game stop? I don't know. Cesar's working to find you a copy of the end. I can look it up. All right, Covington has it. Conyers doesn't. Just heads up. Uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to Conyers later, but I will know not to swing by that GameStop. Yeah, they don't have it. I wonder if Hudson Bridge has it. I'm swing by that. Hudson Bridge does not have it. Son of a bitch. Every other one, every other one has it, but those the ones you're listing so far. Okay. <laughs> Everywhere he wants to go. Yeah. So do you guys think this uh, might be similar to Time Splitters, where we get a, a HD collection of some kind? Yeah, I've been wanting. I, to, think so. I have it on PS3. I've been wanting to find it on Xbox 360 just in case it goes backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that might be the first thing they do and test the waters. It's it's um it's THQ Nordic. It, they'll probably remaster and they'll make a backwards compatible. They did the same thing with Darksiders. So yeah, I don't think they care. So just make it available for everybody because yeah, they're selling those digital copies of the 360 mm-hmm. ones still. Um, did y'all see that Modern Warfare 2 went backwards compatible? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there were more people playing that than Black Ops 3 and World War 2 combined on Xbox Live. Makes sense. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, Cameron said that that's what he's been spending a lot of his time on was Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. A lot cool. of people in my, I love this my, backwards my, compatible program. A lot of my people in my job are doing the same thing too. Yeah. They're jamming on it mm-hmm. like a retro thing. Probably. I, mean, I don't know if it's retro. Just People just love that game. That's the thing. Right. Yeah. It's cool that you know we're worried about servers turning off and are these games still going to be relevant in 10 years and stuff like this pops up and you're able to play literally online just like you would back in the day and, and the game is still relevant. That's great. People enjoy now where you got it because that stuff can go away. One more note about this Amalur um, franchise. Grant Kirkhope did that soundtrack. And oh, did he? I've been wanting mm-hmm. to listen to it because it's totally different from his... The medieval fantasy theme of this game is totally different from his usual yeah, I can't, cartoony, rare style. I can't picture the music, but I don't seem to remember hating it or anything. So. I remember it being on streaming services, but I, I definitely mm. want to listen to it and see what that's about. Um, 
Last note about that game, I got that for free with the you old... You said that last time. I know, right? <laughs> th- things just keep popping up. Um, do you remember when Best Buy's Gamer Club thing used to give you the coupons, like $10 off this game or oh, okay. $15 okay. off this game? That one dropped to one of the marks where it made it free with the coupon. Okay. So I literally just walked in with the coupon and left with Kingdoms of Amalur, and it's still sealed just like then. Mm, I played it. Well done. didn't play it enough. But you did like it. Oh, yeah. If it comes out on, like, Switch or something like that, I'm going to have to dive in. I hear it's a long, long game. It is It is a meaty game. It has some um, DLC on it, too, like three or four. It's how long to beat. Let's find out. How long to beat Kingdom of Amalur. While you look that up, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft is bringing Alexa support Xbox One for Connect-like voice controls. This is coming from The Verge. Uh, it's going to be out for... All well right. <laughs> Why is she offline? That's extra concerning. Go back to sleep. We didn't mean to wake you up. It's kind of creepy. Um, since they're not using the Connect, and we actually have the Connect hooked up with our Xbox that we use for a voice control mm-hmm. downstairs, but this will be another cool feature coming to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys think you'll use it? 32 hours. I don't have Alexa, so I, no I definitely Alexa. won't. You do or don't? I do. I thought you used Google Home. You have both? No, yeah. No, I have Alexa and Renee. Yeah, my cousin, he has Google Home. He has the Google Home. Mm. She's still trying to connect online. Mm. <laughs> Did you say something? <laughs> She's struggling over there. So the Alexa skill for uh, Xbox One is only for the insiders right now, and it is coming up soon. There's no date from The Verge on when it's actually coming out. It's just in preview. All right. So that'll be a new way to so between Cortana and A L E X A, so she doesn't so she doesn't yell at me again. You'll be able to turn the Xbox on and off, launch games and apps, start and stop mixer broadcast, capture screenshots and clips, quick access to system destinations, and do media and volume control. All right. Which is what voice assistance is all about: replacing your remote. Well done. Get all my all my voice assistants are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, next story bit is Civilization Six. Civ 6. Civ 6. This is another one of those we'd mentioned games that are announcements that seemed like they were going to come from the Direct. And this seems like one of those. So, I mean, 2K announced this story and then pulled it back. Cesar, I think you might know a little bit more about well, this. Well, they, they uh, posted the page and there was a link to a trailer and the trailer never went live. It went like 404. So I guess it was something that they, they caught. They got it right as the, the yeah. thing was... Announced that it was going to be delayed in the Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. So, out of that was probably the Final Fantasy 15 announcement, the demo for Mega Man 11, mm-hmm. Civ 6. Anything else? That we, I think that's that all think of that. coming out of that? And this is not confirmed. It may never, it may never be confirmed. We don't know. But mm-hmm. There may not be another Direct for a while until they at least talk about the, uh, the September online program. Yeah, Are we all going in on the online thing? I think... 20 bucks, why not? We'll get it. We'll get a direct soon because they're going to have to do that for the online. Unless they, they have to that talk back. about it. Yeah. I figured that's what half of this was going to be. I did too. So like, like the back half of it. We'll, we'll Let get us the, know what games it is. And get everything. the final 10 games that haven't been announced, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe even a surprise Super Nintendo one. Anybody want to touch on anything with Civ 6? Looks like it comes with all the scenario packs. It's missing like the last three DLCs. I think that's it. That's it? Yeah, it's not a complete version. Uh, up to four players can cooperate or compete for supremacy mm-hmm. via wireless LAN. So it sounds like uh, Diablo, how huh? Diablo is doing that. Mm-hmm. There's also a rumor about Diablo 3. The listing for that is the start of BlizzCon. So there's a rumor for that that it'll come October. out. Yeah, it'll come out the day BlizzCon starts. That game is going to live and die by me by how many people I can get to play it with me. How many do you get to play? It's it's a lot of fun co-op, but it's kind of, well, it's not as like, boring by yourself, but it's definitely more fun co-op. Right, it's one you want to play with someone. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all the news. 
You want to go to our GameCube list? Huzzah! We're like finally there. Four weeks later. Ladies and gentlemen. And we have a lot of user-submitted lists, so we that's do. pretty cool. I got two. You got what? Two? Three? Three. All right. Yep. Thank you guys for sending in your lists. Uh, Russell recommended the GameCube list. He's not here to read off his. Well, oh, he, he, can, we'll be, he can be a his. submission, yeah. Russell is a submission. You guys want to start? Y'all want me to go? Go for it. GameCube. Okay, we got a GameCube a year after it came out. Um, I remember shopping in the holiday time. Okay, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I was super psyched for the Game Boy Advance. So okay. I was getting Nintendo Power and reading everything I could about Game Boy Advance. I saw Golden Sun screens, that isometric Spyro game. I was like, how can you play this on a handheld? And um, This is witchcraft. <laughs> how are they pulling this off? Mode 7's back. It was back. We got an F-Zero game, didn't we? Mm -hmm. yep. It was straight Mode God 7. God bless Mode 7. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but it's so cued into that is also GameCube stuff, because we had an N64, and we were playing that late-generation stuff, um, Paper, or, uh, Paper Mario, mm -hmm. Mario, or Mario Parties. We were doing Perfect Dark. Mm -hmm. I tried to combine Mario Perfect Dark into one game. Did that you get a you had Nintendo Power at the time? I started getting a subscription at this time. Okay. Yeah. This is when I this is when I got into that phase of I was starting to get my own money. I mm. could decide like I wasn't getting the kid magazines anymore. I was getting Nintendo Power that kind of stuff. Like I got to pick not for kids at all. It's not for kids, especially with Eternal Darkness and yeah, all that. Exactly. And Perfect Dark, but um. That holiday, I went to my dad's hometown. We went to Kmart to get groceries or something like that, and they had a GameCube kiosk set up. Mm -hmm. They had Rogue Squadron playing, and I think it was videos of Luigi's Mansion and something else. And standing there and playing Rogue Squadron was just, like, yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah. So, them back of the aisle. <laughs> my top five GameCube games are, and this is just experience, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. uh, Time Splitters 2. I, I stayed up many, many nights playing this with friends, four controllers, map editor. Um, they have like a virus mode where if you get touched, you light up green and you try to take out the rest of the people on the map. Time Splitters was great about bots because in that era, we didn't have fast internet. We may have had dial-up. It took us a long time to have broadband. We weren't an early broadband house. Bring bots so back. Xbox Live and PS2, like Killzone and things like that, I just never experienced. And uh, never did Dreamcast online either. Mm. But being able to load up bots and figure out how many people we wanted to play against and all that. And the map creator with Time Splitters was just awesome. The campaign's great, the co-op campaign. Uh, other game on my list, Luigi's Mansion. I played this at launch, and, and or the year, the year after launch when we got it. And dabbled in it a little bit, but uh, probably about four or five years ago, Cesar and I stayed up all night and just played through this in one sitting. And that's one of my, probably one of my top five gaming memories ever, is just playing all the way through Luigi's Mansion, start to finish. That yeah. was a blast. I think you saw that Tumblr page up, right? I think so. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to that uh, 3DS port I can't very wait. much. Can't wait. Yep. Next on my list, Eternal Darkness. Uh, the same friend that I would play Time Splitters 2 with. Um, we would trade off the controller and kind of play Eternal Darkness co-op and just let the sanity meter fill up and all the crazy shit that would happen to you. So Eternal Darkness is a Silicon Knights horror game. And as things would happen to you, your sanity meter would fill up. And as your sanity meter filled up, crazy shit would happen. Uh, the GameCube would, would pretend to reboot. The walls would bleed as you're walking down hallways. Just The volume would go up and down on the TV, supposedly. It was just, it was out there. That was a crazy-ass game. Uh, Mario Kart Double Dash is next. That same friend. I guess I had a GameCube friend. We played a lot of GameCube together. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he listens to my old buddy Joel. He actually designed our intro music. Oh, so nice. shout out to Joel on this yes, one. Yes, sir. Uh, Double Dash. We played through the whole Double Dash mode and beat that in two players. That's the best track on it, yeah. I think. It's that DK Mountain. 
no, DK that's Mountain. The one we that's the one that. Yeah. Oh my God! Love fuck that DK map. Mountain. Fuck so that's that, now we're playing this like a year ago, and it kept beating us. <laughs> I want to get back to that. I want to continue that. Like DK Mountain. Love it. And then last but not least is uh, Super Mario Sunshine. I would mm. not say this is a great game. That's but a this, great game. This is another memory game with Russell because we just beat that. I think it was the start of this year when we were playing it, it was like this January. Year, yeah. yeah, we were playing yeah. it this year. Um, there were some aggravating camera elements to it, yeah, and there was. And I'm not sure about the whole paint cleanup, and this, there wasn't that, as much variety as I liked from Mario games. But he and I playing it together and uh, like unlocking and unlocking and unlocking the challenge maps that mm. would be like almost Super Mario Galaxy, where you didn't have the didn't have flood. the flood, yeah. yeah. Just having fun with <laughs> Didn't those. Didn't have the flood. Doesn't have the flood like Halo. Um, just playing those with Russell was a was an absolute blast. So those are my top five GameCube. I love games. that game. Yeah. Who's next? I can go. Sarsar. Yep. Number one on my list. Tells of Symphonia. Whoa. Shocker. Yeah. Well, you know, let me, tales. let me get started. So when I got my GameCube, let me let me redo this. When I got my GameCube, I was working at Kmart. I was Way working in the electronics the section when it came out. I ended up getting that in Luigi's Mansion that launch day. Never got an Xbox, so. You waited for a while on Xbox? The first Xbox I owned was the one I bought in the Goodwill for $10. Wow. Waited a long time. <laughs> that Super. was what? That was like last year? Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, uh, all right, so outside of that, in my top my uh, top five is uh, Tales of Symphonia, as uh, Michael said. Shocker. Um, that one was one of the ones that... I remember very well in the last gener that generation of RPGs. I mean, Final Fantasy X was for PS2 as this was for me for GameCube. I don't think I played any other RPG in there that I thought highly of other than Tales of Symphonia. Right. It was worth every penny. I was glued when I played it. I sat there and I played it straight through. So the GameCube luckily bounced back. The N64 was a Darth of RPGs. So there was like mm -hmm. Quest 64 and Paper Mario. But on no, GameCube... Like Chronicles. Oh god! <laughs> Did you and I play that? Did yes. we pop that in? Oh god, that game was. That ass. spider kept killing us every time. Every time a game sucks, me and Richard played. It's always some kind of fucking spider. What was the other one? <laughs> Lord of the Rings on the Xbox. Yes, <laughs> it's always a spider killing us. Yeah, and it was the Lord of the Rings based off the book, not the movies. Yeah, the first oh, one's yeah. garbage. The first game. one's based off the book. Why do we play that? Fellowship of the Ring, that Sierra you, cartoony you, you, looking. You fucking one. looked up the article about how some people loved it, and you played. And it was like this is bullshit. Yeah, we popped get the spider, get the spider. I'm like, fuck this game. On a side note, on your tales, that and um, too. My GameCube friend Joel, he took. We went to vacation on the beach. He took the GameCube and Tales and beat Tales the whole time. Like yeah. we're on the beach playing in Panama City. And there stuff. is a beach in Tales of Symphonia. So every time you mention this, I imagine him on a beach, like literally the sand and he's, everything with a long ass extension cord. He's in the town home yeah. or uh, what well, condo? His condos. He's in the condo while we're at the beach and stuff. Just well, that, that makes much more sense. I just yeah. imagine him on the beach. Like, Stick with that. That's a good. <laughs> I like that. Cesar, what else you got on your list? Um, number two, Wind Waker. My the, favorite Zelda. The Waker of the Winds. Mm -hmm. That was a great, great, great game. Um, I, too, was... Uh, I don't know if I... That whole hoopla about the graphical change in The uh, Legend of Zelda from that demo and mm -hmm. the direction they went in there. I didn't really give a fuck, but outside of that when I played this it was great I enjoyed yep. the hell of it it's still my favorite Zelda mm. to this day I'm nothing sucking that off that list the way it starts and you start to realize like with his eyes where the cell shaded Link is looking around mm -hmm. and fire and uh, weapons that people drop and mm -hmm. things like that it's, it's a real cool interaction yeah I like the story's different I mean mm -hmm. Link has a fucking sister so <laughs> it's, it's completely different I, I mean, liked the yeah. unveiling once you get the first three stones or whatever they are mm -hmm. and you find out kind of what happened to that world and, and where the old world is and all that super cool good game third one on the list is uh, Skies of Arcadia Legends 
I enjoyed that on Dreamcast. Love I enjoyed it game. just as well as on uh, GameCube. Skies of Arcadia keeps coming up. I feel like we're going to somehow will a new one into existence. Let's do it. Please need do to, it. Uh, we need an end this episode of Skies of Arcadia. Please make the remix. Oh, I see Michael just changed his top five games to all Skies of Arcadia Legends. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But, um... <laughs> Street Pass. So, enjoyed the hell of that game. It's great. It, uh, the... the I don't want to kill her name, but her name, um, her first name is R I E, Rye. She was the story editor of that game. Uh, I can't, I don't remember her last name. I have to look it up later. Sorry, send me the correction. That's fine. Um, send it she, to Russell on the podcast at gmail.com. She actually created uh, the Fantasy Star. She did the Fantasy Star 2, 3, and 4 stories. Um, she also did the BFX Dragon ones for Sega. She's still with Sega, um, but she's wow. primarily a big RPG one. Long she, tenured employee. She did the story for that one. Um, the, and the funny story with Legends is that uh, that was supposed to be that ended up being a GameCube exclusive. That was supposed to be co-developed with PS2 and PC, and they just ended up canceling those versions. They had issues with porting those over. Couldn't get them running right. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's a, it's the better game. I, I love that game. I mean, there's a lot of uh, you're you're in a ship that flies around in the sky. That's kind of like a yeah. like on the waters. There's a Something about air pirates just mm-hmm. works. Do you get control of the ship right off the rip? No. No. It takes a while? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's one of my favorite things about a Final Fantasy game is eventually getting an airship and the I whole mean, world map opens up to you. Can you fly anywhere? So, so the whole basis of the airship is that you have these air battles and you can go up there and you can build parts oh. on your ships and also that you get little regions where you can kind of just sell around and discover new locations. And what's great on the, even on the localization in that game was that the locations were built off something as a memorance, even now the way they were designed and the way that the people speak uh, there's some areas that were like reminiscent of like Spain France uh, Native Americans um, a lot of different cultural aspects when you find them on there um, it's, it's just a good game I mean there's also a lot of throwbacks on the water theme that you have a, a character on there that's kind of like the main character from Moby Dick he's chasing a well yeah um, oh. Drachma is yeah. that guy's name chasing mm-hmm. He's, yeah, it's yeah, been a while, but... So this, is one of your, this is one of your favorites, Michael? Oh, I love this game. Um, there's a couple times he, he abandons your team and takes your ship, when he's, he's yeah. like, oh, I gotta get this fucking well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. Sorry, it's not but, um, And there's also uh, allusions to one of the characters being uh, Blackbeard. There's a lot of uh, nautical themed stuff on there, a lot mm-hmm. of... Uh, it's very pirate-themed, mm-hmm. I mean. It, yeah. They're air pirates, so... Spice, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I think you end up running into, I forgot what her name is, the girl in the white dress. She's uh, escaping, and you end up running into her. What the hell is her name? I can't remember. I can't yeah. I know Vice, Ica, Dragma. I couldn't tell you much past that. <laughs> Outside of that, it's a good game. I like it. They fit it all in one disc on this one instead of the two discs on there. They yeah, kind of two discs on Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. I feel it needs a remaster or maybe like a 3DS port. That would be awesome. Just anything. Piece. One more piece on Street Pass. Um, next one up uh, for me would be Evolution Worlds. I played both of this on Dreamcast. On more Dreamcast Hello. RPGs. Mm-hmm. Evolution One and Two, correct? Sorta. Um, Sorta. So. All right. Like a remix of sorts? I, I'm a sucker for dungeon crawlers, especially when you go around and, and find different... You, you find the exit, go up the level, go down a level. Uh, the story's not really memorable. I mean, your main character's called Mag Launcher. They're all kind of like named after guns, Grenader. Uh, <laughs> What's he do? Yeah. So, I mean, outside of that, you're kind of like in a long What's line of... Uh, What's ex- his role? Long line of explorers. Cleric. So, Cleric. White mage. That's a good one, too. Long line of explorers. Um, and I mean, I, the story, I don't remember, you, you end up running with a girl who your family magically disappears, but the girl appears that day your father disappears. So it's like, oh, it's, it's tongue-in-cheek because you know, like, you're looking at like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I know what's happening. The main character's so fucking stupid that he doesn't know what's going on. Right. But outside of that, it's pretty good. The only... 
The, my only complaint with it on the... I, I put it on GameCube because it was a way that you can play it again. The only complaint on the GameCube one is that they kind of merge the two games. So it's not like one and two. It's kind of like you'll play it and you'll see the stuff for one and it speeds the fuck up. And you, you It's like this game is moving so fucking fast and it goes right into two. So it's like um, they cut out a lot of shit from the first game. They kind of just took like the starting in the first game and some ad, uh, certain aspects and it's combined into the second game. It's, it's like a director's cut of one and two, basically. It's a weird director's cut. Okay. Um, it's uh, made by Steam. Um, they made a bunch of those uh, PSP RPGs uh, that uh, Atlas released, uh, like Riviera and... Cool. I think that's the last thing they've done. They that's haven't what done they cut their teeth on. Yeah. Uh, last one for me would be Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Another RPG. Mm-hmm. This is an RPG system the for you. That's Paper mm-hmm. Mario one, yeah. It's a lot of good RPGs. Unique RPGs on the system. So. Different, yeah. yeah. GameCube There's is beloved. There was a lot of cookie-cutter RPGs on PS2. That was the problem. True. So, there's a lot of good ones on PS2, but there's a lot of... True. Yeah. I mean, Shadow Hearts is good as hell, but that's another day. <laughs> PS2. That might day. be our next list. Another day, another list. Oh. Yeah. All right, Michael, what's on your list, sir? So my list, uh, I, you know, I got my GameCube day one. Yes. When we got GameCube, I was hype mode the whole time. <laughs> you know, I got the little uh, GameCube mailer thing that had the little mini disc you put into your PC so you could watch a video of yes. uh, Rogue Squadron and Luigi's Mansion and all that stuff. So I still have those discs, and I still have the little pamphlets, the uh, coming fall, whatever. I used to love those Nintendo yeah. uh, came out. I actually yeah, still, because I was subscribing to No Power, I still have the, the, I don't know if you ever got the envelopes that would like offer you uh, like a deluxe version of something. Like I have the Metroid one, the Mario Sunshine one, and the Wind Waker one. The whole envelope is Wind Waker themed. Mm. The whole envelope is Samus themed or, or Mario themed. And you've got, cool. you got like the game, a memory card, a t-shirt, the guide, a wave bird, and like all this crap. Shit. It was great. Do that again. I think I did it for one of them. I couldn't tell you which one though. But, uh. Very cool. So my list, I, I, you know, looking at y'all's list, I always try to pick different stuff. So some of this stuff may actually not be top five, but it, it's definitely, it's different and I wanted to throw it out there. So, uh, one that definitely is though, probably one of my favorite game games is Beautiful Joe. This is a good one. This was, I was so hyped for this. Mm-hmm. Um. I pre-ordered it and I got the deluxe. There was like there there was a, a deluxe like pre-order bonus. It was like a little bobblehead you could get with it. I have that. Um, the beautiful Joe bobblehead. Beautiful Joe bobblehead. And on a side note, when they announced Onimusha, everybody was in the comments like, "Do beautiful Joe now?" Oh my god, <laughs> that's all they were saying. <laughs> I, I would be all about some beautiful Joe. I love one and two, and two lives off on a cliffhanger. It shinmuda. That'd look good on that Switch screen. It shinmuda. Beautiful Joe collection. Russell got me that for Christmas one year. Even the oh. even the three the DS version of Beautiful Joe is great. So. Another cell shaded game. That's that. I think that's one of the more timeless. It holds up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the anime is good. Henshin oh, a go go. Okay. Henshin a go go baby. Yeah. So, love beautiful Joe. Uh, next on this list, Resident Evil Four, which is the. I know you can get it on like anything now, but at the time when it first came out, it was a GameCube exclusive. I just remember playing that demo disc and being blown away. I was like, yeah. wow, this is some next generation shit right oh, here. Yeah. Nothing's touching this. We sold a ton of GameCubes when yeah. that came out. People got the game. Well, that's an M-rated disc, game. but we had that in our system just so we could show. Oh yeah, show everybody. Try like, this man, out. Look how incredible! Didn't the producer say cut off his arm or something like that if it came out for a PS2? I don't. I don't know. Mikami, it, he, he he. I know he apologized later. He said he never meant for it to come out on PS2. That was right. a Capcom decision. Yeah, it didn't sell enough on GameCube. The infamous Capcom. 5 GameCube was on not GameCube. the best selling system. I mean, nope. what did you expect? But I mean, of, because they of had that, the whole kitty image and the handle, and because of that reason, you know, on there, because a lot of people bought GameCubes for that game. It kind of like yep. pissed off a lot of people. Like I would just wait and got on PS2 if I would have known. And the guy's like, it yeah. was never supposed to happen. I remember PS2 was a down major downgrade though. It seems like that would like the unpopular. 
Nintendo systems like GameCube and, and, and Wii U. Yeah. It's like people come in and it's like, this is going to be my Resident Evil system. This is going to be my Smash Brothers system. It's like, why don't you just try other games? Yeah. I love this mentality that people have. It's like, I only wear blue shirts. It's like, well, what if you see a red shirt you like? Well, I only wear blue shirts. So. If you want to buy a console for one game, more power to you. I mean, I guess, but it's just like, <laughs> don't complain that there's nothing to play on it when you don't try anything else. So Some people, we are all lucky enough, everybody on the podcast has all the consoles, and we're able to pick and choose mm-hmm. the games that come out. We're able to play new releases, things like that. There's this, I think this console fanboyish stuff comes from people who are only able to get one thing. Yeah, and it they could don't, be. They don't want to feel like they made the wrong decision because they don't have access to something. So it's like a human nature It's just like thing. all of us have worked in retail mm-hmm. for games. It's always just been a weird thing to me. It's just like, I mean, there was times where, we were talking about this earlier, it's just like I've been not well off money-wise. I'm really not too much now, but you can manage to... <laughs> You can manage multiple systems most of the time if you're careful, you know. That's true. But you buy pre-owned or people who aren't as so many into options. the industry as we yeah, are. Yeah, there. Are. So everybody's different. When we but that we're getting off sidetrack. Yeah. That's a discussion for another day. We so. could go deep dive on that. We What's could. next on your list, Michael? So after that, I was thinking this was a good platformer. So I was gonna put Sunshine, but that that already bleeded over. So uh, Rayman Three: Hook'em Havoc, I think, is a really overlooked 3D platformer, and that's on everything. But I played it on GameCube. Is this the one we just got with Games with Gold on Xbox? Did we? I, yeah. Or was it PlayStation? We got it free somewhere. at some point. Somewhere recently we just got it. Somewhere, somewhere the it's remake. free. Yeah, the HD remaster or whatever they call I it. I think if I were to play this game, I'd probably still play it on GameCube, though, just because I have the memories of it on that. So this is a really solid Rayman game. Is this to hold up pretty well? I'd, I played I'd, 2 a couple years ago on 3DS, and it was still good. I'd even say this is better than 2, even though really? 2 is probably more fondly looked upon. So Yeah, it's iconic. Um, after that... Uh, I gotta put Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Twilight so, Princess. Uh, Wind Waker's up there with me, definitely. Twilight Princess, I mainly put on there because I think that's probably the best version of Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. I've played it on everything. I've beaten it on everything. The Wii U version is probably, oh well, definitely the most graphically impressive one. But I think when this came out, Cesar specifically talked me into the Wii version of this game instead of the GameCube one. He's like, you can play on widescreen. You can play in 480p. Because they still couldn't get component cables for GameCube, yeah. Then, so, and I had component. I think, but just having the me. the buttons instead of having to waggle around the stuff was yeah. was great. There's also like you could do this on the Wii U one, but at the time you could charge the sword while you're riding around on the horse. Um, but I just remember the the E3 reveal for this game, and this was like one of the biggest E3 uh, things, man. People that, going crazy. That's a, that's a goosebump moment right it there. So. When you see him ride across the field and everything. Yeah. Did Everyone's you like, what, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Did you finish this game on Wii U? Well, you played it last year or the year before? Yeah, fuck that game. That's the point I got. To. <laughs> Love yeah. that game. I did the Lake Bed Temple, and after that, I, was I like, got oh, yeah, I, I got to the temple. I said, this game is too fucking long. I was like, it got to a drag towards the end. It was fine. I enjoyed it, but at, at certain points to the end, the game had just dragged for me in the last. It's a sub twenty hour game for me. I can get through it, but wow, it, it is a, it is a long. I think I beat the Wii U version in seventeen. That wow, that game probably needs to be like ten hours. Yeah, there's it's a lot of padding in it, stuff. but it's it's good. I love the game. The so. fucking sequence where you're having to follow the cart while mm. things are lighting it on fire, and you have to shoot those. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. You choose the boomerang, man. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it until I got to the spoiler uh, dungeon. So really, and towards the end, I'm like, I'm at this point, I was like, this is going on for too long. This is bullshit. Did you finish it though? Yeah, I beat you it. did yeah. finish it. Yeah, yeah. I've beaten it on everything, uh, most of them multiple times. I think that we use my most played version of this. Yeah, and it looked really, really good. It looks mm-hmm. great. Now it's out on Nvidia, Nvidia Shield in China. That would be cool. Yeah, port that bitch right over. That's why I'd be happy. And that and uh, Mario Galaxy is on Nvidia Shield in China. What's at the end of your list? Uh, the end of my list, you got Super Smash Brothers Melee, which is 
commonly the most popular Smash Brothers. I do think probably the Wii U version is a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I know that's most people aren't going to agree with that. They still play. I played. Like Evo, I played the shit out of this game, though. I played. This is where I grew my Smash Brothers legs. I essentially got those because uh, uh, me and a buddy after school every day would play the hell out of this game. I mean, I probably have hundreds of hours in it, so. I played this one a good bit, but way less than 64. 64 yeah. was me and Russell's jam. 64 is probably the most I played, too. Uh, the, the least one I played was the uh, Wii. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd say it's probably... I don't know that I've ever seen Brawl's menu or anything. I've I never know. played Brawl. I think I've... Played I played Brawl a lot. The overworld, and that was it. I was like, fuck this I played game. Brawl a lot. I, I, this one, I've definitely... This is where Smash Bros. really started to me. I like the 64 one, but it's very limited. There's no Smash Attacks. Mm. Uh, most of the basic attacks are very basic. They're smash attacks, <laughs> but you have to use the stick. You don't yeah. have like a dedicated smash yeah, stick. Yeah, so. Hey, people are still using this controller. There's input, no charge too. attack, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean. The, the new one in December is still going to support this damn GameCube controller. Mm. That's, that's what I play with. That's what I play with. It's hard It's hard not to when you got so used to it, so. That's my list. Melee. We're going to brush through Russell's list. He has a bunch of games that I had on my list. We played a lot together. Uh, Time Splitters 2. Rogue Squadron 2, which we mentioned playing. He loves Star Wars. Uh, he actually pre-ordered Rogue Squadron 3 and has that uh, little pre-order disc and all that. We played. I, I think we that played too. that demo more than we did the actual game. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Pretty good version of Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. I would say not the definitive version of Metal Gear Solid. I like it. Mario Kart Double Dash and Sunshine, which he and I beat this January. He did not put uh, Star Fox Adventure on there. <laughs> uh, Michael, what were some of the user submitted <laughs> lists? But he meant to. So listen to another uh, show, Sydney. Uh, let's see. He sent me Double Dash, Twilight Princess, Animal Crossing, which I actually did play quite a bit of myself. So. Uh, Metroid Prime and Beautiful Joe. Metroid Prime didn't make any of our lists. I was kind of surprised. Um, I've never gotten too far uh, in Metroid Prime. I got three hours into it, and I was like, fuck this. I want to make it a game club. Game. I've beaten the game. It's it's a good game, but yeah, I don't I don't like it as much as everybody else. No, I'm hoping they'll just port that over. Um, and, switch and then I got Montavious, listener of the show as well, guy I work with. He Thank gave me uh, Super Mario Sunshine, which is fantastic. Resident mm-hmm. Evil 4, uh, Luigi's Mansion. It's a little bit different. Pokemon Coliseum, uh, okay. XD Gale of Darkness. That was like the adventure that style. Yeah. yeah, and they released a special edition console that had the Pokemon Correct. on the mm-hmm. top of the. And then uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai, the GameCube version, okay. which was actually the best version because that version was cel shaded. The PS2 version wasn't, so I remember playing that and I was like, wow, this is cool. a million times better looking than the PS2 version. These are varied lists. A uh, friend of the show, CJ, sent in his list. Wind Waker. He said Wind Waker, of course, is his top pick. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, like, duh. Uh, Luigi's Mansion, Metroid Prime, Super Mario Strikers, oh, the soccer so game. so good. <laughs> so good. Sega Soccer Slam, good too. And Smash Brothers Melee is what finished up his list. A uh, friend of the show, Dale, sends in Super Mario Sunshine. Metroid Prime, uh, Smash Brothers, and he says his brother really loved Wind Waker, but he didn't play it a whole lot. So was, these are probably some iconic uh, GameCube games. At this yeah, I'm point. seeing a lot of a lot of uh, seeing a trend on a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brant sends in a Brant sent in a PS1 list when we did that. Brant sent in Super Mario Sunshine, Mario Kart Double Dash, Soul Calibur 2. Oh yeah, with Link. Yep, Ultimate Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, Ultimate and, Spider-Man. And Super Smash Brothers Maybe Melee. Okay. Ultimate Spider-Man is good. That was the only one they did off the Ultimate series. Yeah. I like, that you, I like that you can play as Venom, but that's all it brought to the table for me. So thank you guys for sending in your list. Um, our top five games next week will be for Super Nintendo. Okay. Yes. How do y'all like that? <laughs> You're down? <laughs> we got to do it anyway. It's your turn. Cesar's going to have but super, I'm down. super Tennis as one through five. 
My, There's probably no game out there that I want to like more than Super Tennis that I just can't get into. That game fucking into. sucks. God, I want to fucking like it so much. I can give you a hint. One of, one of mine's going to be Breath of Fire. Mm. Mm. I already know That's one. Of, I know. I know definitely one of mine that none of y'all probably have. So, uh, Arrow the Acrobat. Illusion uh, of Gaia. <laughs> mm. Good stuff. Terranigma. Act Razor. Terranigma. We didn't get Terranigma. You can still play it. That's yep. true. You can play it. But we're in this wonderful age where we can get uh, ROM carts off uh, of Etsy. Robotron. I like that one too. So okay, let's just throw down. Is it is that going to be North America only? Because I'm about to pop some Dragon Quest three on there. If fine. not, okay. That's fine. Super Nintendo, Super Famicom. All yeah, right, Nintendo. there we go. There we go. You're down with that? All right, guys, so send in. Thank you for your um, your listener list this week, and we look forward to getting your Super Nintendo list for next week. All right. We are no podcast. We're no outside food or drink. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast. I think I'm missing one. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, our <laughs> partner. We love SoundCloud. And... Um, uh, find us on Instagram and Twitter under No Podcast, and you can email corrections or comments or anything you want to re- us to read on air to Russell uh, via nofodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to play Mass Effect. Yeah. We didn't throw oh, yeah, Mass out. Effect. <laughs> Did you want to throw out some Mass Effect impressions? Or I haven't you? played enough. Um, I didn't play any. I got to the Citadel. Yeah. Um, so you played the whole intro. Yeah, well, I, mean, I got past it. Well, the, the way that, I'll, I'll brief on it because we're about to finish up, but the, the way that game works, and you, you can speak on it too, is that game's really fucking open and I hate that about some RPGs because I you know, told you that's where I got stuck the yeah. first time because I just got off on a well, planet. That pro I tip though, from. don't try to find what you're going. Just go to one of those friggin' public transports and just go that way. Really? Don't try to like walk around because you will get lost. Don't do so, the yeah, that's also that's also a thing. So uh, when you so get, here's some hot tips for starting Mass Effect. <laughs> so when you get to the Citadel, the first thing I always do is I go straight to the CSEC. Mm-hmm. start out the whole thing and then it opens up the rest of the Citadel because once you walk around the Citadel you see some stuff that's blocked off to you once you do that story bit then you go in there go to but the it's only what like yeah you don't have to spend very long in the Citadel no you just you just gotta kick off the story I mean yeah. well the Citadel is long as fuck because there's a lot of uh, that's where you get Rex that's where you get well, a lot yeah, of yeah, characters yeah yeah I got Tally. That's the last yeah. person I got. I remember becoming a, an official agent or whatever. Yeah. There's like a ceremony. Spectre. Yeah. Spectre, yeah. So uh, you can play that game any way you want. But, I mean, if you go by a guide, it's easier. Because if you go through that part, you can lock, mm-hmm. you can go through and get everybody. Because there's only, what, like four main areas in that game? I there's think that's not what many. it is. Not, yeah, it's yeah. only four main areas. I mean, there's just a lot of shit packed in those areas. That's yeah. all it is. And I'm, with the Citadel. And the elevator. They're just, everything looks the same. So I'm just saying, instead of trying to like walk where you're trying to go, just go well, to one of those cars. Say, hey, I want to go to the Presidium. I want to go yeah. to the ward. So you're saying you're not missing out on any sort of traversal? You can miss out on some like conversations you could you know run into, like some little side quests, maybe give you some extra experience, but that's not necessary to beat the game. Gotcha. No, yeah, but I'm going through. I'm doing, I'm doing everything in this one. So I, Full run. Been there, done that. I'm not going to do it again. I'm just going to blow through it this time. <laughs> Mass Effect 2 is still the best one for me. It is. The pacing on that one's better, and it's a lot more... Um, it's not as open as that. Mass Effect so. 2 needs to be on a month where ain't shit happening. I got I I'll, go, I'll, I'll, I'll go through Mass Effect 2 like eight times if I, yeah. y'all wanted me to. I've went through Mass Effect wow. 2, I think, three or four times. I hear yeah. that about that game. It's, it's just so bizarre good. to me. That's the best one. And the, even the beginning is great. How they mm-hmm. they change up the style of the gameplay and they justify it. I mean. That's cool. So good. It's good. It's good. Great. Right, mass, more Mass Effect impressions next week. Thanks for bringing up Game Club. I totally forgot about it, guys. That's <laughs> why so I was like, zooming on, yeah, zooming yeah. on toward the end. We gotta throw I, this in there because I think I got like five or six hours into it. So yeah, I, I got about yeah. Yeah, about the same. I say I got tally, and I'm almost about to wrap up Citadel. So all right, guys, send us your thoughts on Mass Effect, and uh, but tally, you have to get. I think that's a major story. Point, hey, you right? have to get yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, because they they you have to go get the coordinates and go get her. I know Rex, you don't have to get him. He's just a optional character. CSAT and get tally. Yeah, yeah, you can you you can skip Rex if you want to. Yeah. 
In fact, I, remember I think Rex it takes the big dude. I think it takes. He's two, in the second one, so I think yeah, it takes yeah. two playthroughs to keep Rex in the second one, if I'm not mistaken. That or you're you're. You have to have a really good relationship at a later point in the game. I ended up getting Rex. I, I ended up getting the whole team. Okay. Jack, everybody. I, got I mean, everybody. I got. Yeah. I got because they. Yeah. Okay. Even the chica that's played by Ivana Ivana Strauss. Oh, the girl in Miranda. Kasumi? Is it Miranda? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. You can get Kasumi. Damn, I, think I still remember that fucking game. That fucking game's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming back to you. Yeah. yeah, there's some games I'm like, oh, what the fuck did I do in there? I probably yeah. don't remember half of Tales of Heart R, but I remember the fuck out of Mass Effect yeah. 2 so. <laughs> from years ago. <laughs> yeah. I had Garrus and Thane on my team pretty much constantly. They're my favorites. All right, guys. Is that it for us this week? All right. Definitively, that's it. That's it. No more Mass no Effect. No more. Stuff. We're not going to throw any more Mass Effect. No more. All right. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week. Thanks for listening. All right. Adios. Bye. And I'm like.